You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. This is bonus content for the Boss Hogger Liberty. Jeremiah Moreland, Dakota Davis joined Justin and the rest of the gang on the Juice in the Morning podcast. You can find them on Facebook, on iTunes. Look for Juice in the Morning. They're another Indianapolis-based podcast. Uh, their group will be joining us at the end of December, but for now, enjoy us appearing on their show. Juice! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. With me today, and he got cut off of B-Dubs earlier, is Shane Jones. How are you doing today? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Still hammered from B-Dubs. <laughs> I definitely, we, we're going to get into that story, but right next to him is Johnny Bouton, back again. How are you doing today? You still got a finger? Yeah, man, still got it, doing well. Uh, for the 2K fan, this is your Uncle Jedi, by the way. <laughs> it looks a lot better than it did. Oh, yeah, But absolutely. it still looks disgusting. I had a young kid at work the other day. He was like, man, I bet your finger smells like dead people. And I was just like, one. <laughs> I was like, one, that breaks my heart. But two, why would you even think about smelling my finger? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Uh, but also left of him, or I guess right of him, left to me is Jeremiah Morell of the Boss Hog of Liberty. How are you doing today? Doing awesome, man. Great, glad to be here. I appreciate you guys taking the time to come out here. And then also with him is his co-host of the Boss Hog of Liberty, Dakota Davis. Hey, how's it going? Sorry about the mics, guys. I apologize. We tried to come up with something to fix it, and it just uh, it didn't work. I've kind of just thrown everything together here. We, so. we come as a team, so it's a yeah. This is I, I like being close to Dakota. He hates it to me, so this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's a hostage situation he always cried about. Yeah. Does does he have like a like do you have like issues with like touching people? No, I'm not I'm not that quite that screechy, but it's like, you know, I'd uh, I'd, I like having my space, but so maybe it is that you know, like touch issue. Like we just recently moved into a new house, my wife and I, and we got a king size bed upgraded from a queen size bed. That's one of the best been, feelings of all time. Oh, it's like it, it changed my life. <laughs> swear to God, because uh, my wife and I um, we're not small people, and uh, we uh, for the last like two or three years before we got our king size bed we were sleeping in a full size bed like it's like the step below the queen size oh no so we were we were both squeezing in there and we have two dogs so it was it was a very frustrating situation but you guys are the boss hog of liberty uh tell us where that started just like what you guys talk about because we're gonna have some listeners i'm assuming from you guys so they'll know already but a lot of our listeners probably don't know about the boss hog of liberty so kind of tell us how that started yeah so we call call ourselves uh, east central indiana's favorite podcast uh we we're based in henry county newcastle area uh we're on the weird libertarians network uh so about two years ago uh, coming up on two years ago uh, I had been talking to Chris Spangle, and uh, I got my feedback loop going again. All right. Hey, amateur move. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Spangle about uh, who I, I think has been on the show as well. Yeah, Spangle is a friend of the show. Yeah. And 
talking about trying to start some sort of a podcast, and and they were <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> oh man, just rank amateurs around yeah, here. He just puts his phone. Down. I love that you guys. He looked at me. <laughs> I thought it was you again. All right, all right, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm about to start a live stream over here just to, <laughs> just to get myself in trouble. I'm embarrassed. No, no. So, so about two years ago, I was trying to uh, trying to come up with an idea for a podcast and. Um, based on geography, uh, Dakota became my co-host, <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I talked to Riddle about it. And he, you know, Jesse, he yep, was on, he he was was on, on here last week. Had a few and, beers with him last night. Yeah, and Jesse was uh, he probably yeah. Uh, Jesse was too cheap to go halvesies with me, but Dakota had no problem at all uh, spending right. seventy five bucks on a side recorder, and that uh, that was the start of a beautiful hostage situation <laughs> where he's been my concrete, co-host. Yeah. Was, was uh, Jesse's response? I need to flip like seventeen hundred yeah. keyboards. I, I've got to sell, <laughs> sell, sell a couple used shoes. I, uh, I got to oh, see what I got. I just got to go mine the goodwill for some <laughs> yeah. for some for some calculator cases. And if I sell enough of those, maybe I can I could maybe make the money by April. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, Spangle's been like a, a huge help to this show. He was on our show, and then we talked for probably 35, 45 minutes after the show just talking about podcasting in general. So he's probably a great resource for you guys to have, like, just to pick his brain and ask him, like, you know, what what kind of, like, moves do we need to make? Because the uh, We Are Libertarians uh, Facebook page is, like, you know, huge. Oh, yeah, they've got yeah. the power of the Facebook page. 87,000 likes, I think, on there. So, yeah, That's he's insane. been a great resource. I- because the studio used to be in my spare bedroom at my house for a while and so whenever i was like oh we need some audio upgrades it was like hey chris uh hop on facetime (laughs) like i'm gonna show you my board you show me where to plug things in (laughs) yeah he's been he's been really helpful we even enjoyed going on to his podcast and talking about you know current events and politics and things like that because you know we're we're uh i would say not the top half of the intelligence when it comes to politics. If I ever want to go somewhere to feel like a complete idiot, I know where to go. <laughs> like if I feel like I want to feel like an idiot today, I know I'll just call him up, go over, be on his podcast. So, so do you guys agree, or are you guys on the same page as him politically? That kind of thing, because I know it's the We Are Libertarian Network. So, how does that how does that go for you guys? Uh, pretty close. Uh, I'm we're both involved locally in the Libertarian Party. I'm the chairman and. Jeremiah's the vice chairman. He just ran a campaign uh, during 2018 for county council in Henry County. But yeah, so we're pretty close to Chris. I still have disagreements with him because he's a butthead. So. <laughs> yeah, I can I see that. I don't think you can find two libertarians that agree on anything, let, no, let right. alone the entire well, party. I mean, you know? any any party, I feel like it's hard to get people to agree on anything, let alone you know in the same party. But also at the same time, uh, we have a few like my little brother and sister listen, so they have some friends from like that are in high school. And this is kind of something that I thought of right before you guys got here. If you were to talk to somebody younger what would you kind of give them an idea of the libertarian party and like also what would you tell them to because i feel like it's very important that those people get involved in that kind of stuff because i'm not doing it so i need at least the people (laughs) behind me in age group to like they need to have a good idea of like what's going on in the world so what would you tell them i usually tell people like whenever they ask about the libertarian party i'm like the libertarian party is a philosophy of you can be as liberal or as conservative as you want to be as long as you don't try to force your neighbors into being that way as well. Uh, and I think that should, I think that works for just normal everyday yeah, I mean, life as well. You know, that I think that's how it should work. You hear from the left and right, like, we, we want you to do this or we don't, or we just automatically hate you. And here it's like, you can do what you want, 
just don't force other people to try to think the same way. Right. But, yeah. So would you suggest that they're, like, how, how would you suggest they get involved, like, not just with the Libertarian Party, but just in, in general? Uh, show up to meetings, like, just go to local uh, board meetings and uh, see how the uh, see how the processes work, see how things flow through. You can, if you're a high school student, then you can reach out to almost anybody in any level of government. Yeah, and, there's a lot of open doors. Yeah, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, a young person is interested. Here, let me talk to you. Yeah. You know? So uh, people in politics are usually really excited to hear from young people. Right. And I know my my little sister has done some stuff, but I'm not sure. She's, like, gone to the city council building and, and like, gone and, like, shadowed people and stuff like that. So it's a pretty interesting thing. But uh, on a different note, we like to kind of talk about random things on this podcast, uh, news stories, things like that. And uh, something that Johnny's actually taken on and done a really good job with the Facebook page is a lot of these, like, versus battles. Like, like it started out with just like action heroes and who you would like if you pitted them like against each other, who you who would win doing a lot of polls. So I, I can pull those up and I just want to run through a few and get your guys's opinions on uh, on some of the results and things like that. So, Johnny, what what made you think of that in the first place while I pull this up? <laughs> I was um, drinking and, <laughs> and watching a movie and i was just like he couldn't do that in real life like no way like and i just thought like wonder what would happen if he fought like this other badass and i was like oh all right let's put that on facebook and see what other people think and then the thing that i yeah. think is uh the most difficult about it is is are you are you going off of the character or are you going off the real person well, see that's why I don't, that's the that's the difficult part is it started out with i was watching um die hard so i was like i bet a Riggs versus john mcclain fight would be the shit lethal weapon versus die hard and then the next one i think was like bruce lee or jet lee which those are the actual like any character they are, they're essentially playing themselves, right? <clears throat> and I was, I was very like uh, against Bruce Lee just because I never really watched the Bruce I'm, Lee I'm films. Leaving. I'm leaving, <laughs> and we've already covered that. But can you get on there? Can you get on Facebook just because it's plugged in up there? Sure. Uh, so the first one, John McClane one. I don't know the percentages, but I know. Uh, well, I should have saved it a little bit easier to get to because. Uh, I was hoping that you you had the uh, all the notes together for it. Well, I know uh, the order, but uh, I do not know the percentages. Yeah. I think the be- the by far the best one we had was Jason Jason Statham and uh, John Claude Van Damme. That was like an all out war. The most the most recent one though that you posted, and I want to get your guys' take. Are you guys Office fans at all? Absolutely. Oh yeah. So every episode, <laughs> so, time. So the most recent one uh, that was posted was it's, uh, it's Holly versus Jan. Holly right? versus yeah. Jan. So. <laughs> My my first thought is like, well, it's a it's based off of them being hot, right? So I think that in my opinion, Jan wins already because I think Jan's hotter than Holly, even though I like Holly's character better. So Jan, you talking Jan early on or Jan after the work was done? I think I think either one. I, I think I'm in either way. Like I liked her, I liked her both ways. Um, but she's winning seventy five percent to twenty five percent currently. You like crazy in your life. <laughs> well, well b- before my wife, I was uh, I was a I dabbled a little bit in uh, crazy women, just, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was a it was. I think these are really good at like boosting the engagement in the uh, the Facebook page because when before Johnny, I was just kind of like posting like random thoughts every now and then. And, the best and, comment is. 
Jan is crazy, which is hot, <laughs> which I disagree. <laughs> Holly is a weirdo that can kick rocks, and I think the complete opposite of that. So I think there's people out there that I think weird people are hot. Like I think people that are different and kind of weird, quirky, and yeah. quirky are pretty hot. And I think people are that are crazy and do weird shit, like this kind of shit Jan does, makes me like. <laughs> Like, I don't like crazy, you know what I mean? Like, that's a little nuts, so. Well, I know Brian Harper Jr. personally, and that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) Calling him out. And then Jeremiah posting, Jan is horrible. I like that. I I agree with Ashley Huff up there that says Jan was crazy, but she was hot. (laughs) That's true. Um, And then there's a, there's a video I really wanted to show. If you go down, it's the wheelchair guy. Right there. Oh my god. Go ahead and click on it. Oh, no. No. The audio is the best there part. There were his arms. What's the worst that's going to happen? Is he going to get paralyzed? I mean, AP had the best comment for that one. Like, oh, so you wanted to be paralyzed, paralyzed. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> when I watched that, I just started dying laughing, and like I was crying laughing, and my wife is just really annoyed by me. But like, just <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> and if you scroll down, those are the best. I think those are the best comments on on any of the videos I've seen recently. That so. goes way farther past. Put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> but these right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's probably going to be in a real wheelchair the rest of his life. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Oh, he wanted to be paralyzed, paralyzed. <laughs> but I was just like, I was just scrolling through these, like dying laughing. That's the best one. We can safely assume that that's the second worst accident. He's ever <laughs> but yeah, this, that was uh, top two. <laughs> top two for sure. It's on the podium. Oh, I wish they would interview him after. Like, that had to have been one of the worst accidents I've ever my, my favorite one that uh, is somewhere in there is uh, if he only had another two feet, he would have made it. <laughs> wow. From pro- paralegic to quadriplegic. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, so, so like I said, I appreciate you, Johnny, taking over the uh, Facebook page and posting a lot of uh, interesting things. Um, Shane, tell us about B dubs. Um, so I went to B dubs. Oh, I was going to cut you off real quick. You can't have any more beer. <laughs> uh, Maybe there should be a poll on whether or not he can continue to vote to uh, to drink tonight. Uh, well, I'm a grown man, so <laughs> this is not a establishment. Uh, so I went there with like another couple, my daughter and my girlfriend, <laughs> and we're just sitting there, and we were there for prop from like one o'clock to five thirty. So that's a decent amount of time. We watched football. We even ate full meals. And then um, I had four drinks. My girlfriend has three drinks. And then I'm not sure what the other couple had, but they were not acting like crazy at all. Right. And then um, so about, you know, 4.50 comes around. And the other lady's like, hey, I'm going to get you. And she keeps like, I thought it was weird already. She's like, you guys need some water? And I'm like, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) She kept asking, no, you guys need some. I'm like, no, lady, I don't want any water. But she kept asking. And then. So the she's like, yeah, well, you guys are going to check you out, and then I'm going to have so-and-so take care of you. So so-and-so comes over, and we're like, hey, can we get another dr- – or I didn't even say, can I have another drink? One of the people, the couple we were with, we were done. And the other – she's like, no, unfortunately, you guys are cut off. <laughs> and we sat there for like 10 seconds like, what? <laughs> like, So your original waitress or waiter or whatever had, had passed, uh, passed that buck off to somebody else. the manager else. and everything. Yeah. So we're like, well uh, – so the, so the couple we were with um, – the the girlfriend was like 
listen, like, we need to see your manager right now. This is fucking ridiculous. So he comes over and he's like, well, it's her liquor license and she just thinks. And we're like, are you kidding? We've been here for four. We just didn't understand. We've been, we had not, there's people across for, from us hooting and hollering, yelling at the game. And we're just sitting there having drinks, chilling out. And then there's a, there's a couple and there, or there's a, another group of guys to the like right of us. And they're all listening to what's happening here. And they're like, bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so those guys are the ones who should have been and, cut off. And she's like, I'm going to go get my manager. And then as soon as they walked away, those guys were like, yeah, we've had six pitchers. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck is happening? Is this so, a, uh, a B dubs inside or outside of 465? This is, Beat us in Greenfield. <laughs> it's a new a, one. It's been around for like a couple months yeah. or something like that. And they just had, uh, <laughs> I bet they just had training on on how much they're, you're allowed to have. Well, this is well, some well, book. And I brought, because I'm a server. Yeah. Or I have been a server yeah. before, and I'm, I'm a damn good one. Which is not a, which is <laughs> not a, good which one. is not a cool thing to be. <laughs> but I am nonetheless. So I tell the guy, I'm like, look, I've taken those tests that you have to take to find out how much someone needs to drink an hour. And I know we are within the limits of that. And this is fucking bullshit. I didn't say this fucking bullshit because yeah. I didn't want to like add to the to thought add, of him yeah. thinking we're drunk. So I was like, this is stupid. And like the other chick was like, you know, like, I don't know, you know, basically just calling the dude out. And he's like, didn't have a good answer for anything. And he's like, well, I just have to respect the fact that. And we're like, whatever. And then the chick was like, we're never coming here again. <laughs> this would never happen at Wings, et cetera. <laughs> I told my girlfriend we should have went to Wings, et cetera. And she's like, yeah. So I got my my buddy who I was with. He sent me a text. He's like, you make it home all right, dude? <laughs> and I just put, nah, dude, too drunk. <laughs> so, like, we were completely fine. I had my daughter. And that's what made it embarrassing because they were, like, talking to us and I'm like this is you know my four year old daughter's right here I'm not like hammered at all is daddy going to jail (laughs) I was just so confused as to why they were doing it but so to, so I don't, you know, fuck them, uh, and we're not ever going there again. Yeah. But, and then she was, uh, my buddy's girlfriend was taking pictures, and she was about to put it all on Yelp and do all that bullshit. But I was just like, I don't know. It was, a, it was just like, I was so like, what is happening? You really want to go to B Dubs? Greenfield's <laughs> <laughs> on the way home for us. Where's Aston Kutcher at? You were getting punked right now. You were moments away from being a viral video. Uh, yeah. Because uh, they could, like, because you could start freaking out about it. And yeah, like, but but you'd have to guys that were yelling right but next think, to you. And then like, <laughs> but I think the the well, part sure that would have been on your side. The part that matters is we were very. I was like, dude, I'm 30 years old. I'm I might have got I've gotten cut off plenty of times in my life when I was 21, 22. But I'm not out at bars on a Sunday with my daughter and another couple just fucking getting shit-faced like all these other people that are clearly here doing that. But I am not one of those people. And I don't know I don't know if the the, uh, the waitress was young and she just didn't – like she may have just taken that class like you said. I'm like, oh, these are signs. But my girlfriend <laughs> my girlfriend asked for ibuprofen, which you, I don't know if that fucked with her. But my girlfriend had a sinus headache. So were we're you, like – Were you doing something stupid like cheering for the Redskins or no, something? No. I, I, I would never. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how dare you? No, well, the, the Patriots got beat by the Dolphins. That was surreal, oh, crazy, oh, crazy end of the end of the game play. And even with that, I was like, oh man, that's crazy. I wasn't like, Whoa! <laughs> so like, I just don't understand. But you know, fuck it. on Whatever. Sunday afternoons they play this thing called football, and normally, normally you <laughs> yeah. throw a ball down the field, and that's the guy, that's caught. Yeah. But in the, I was in, wondering what Sam Adams was doing yeah. fighting a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the uh, in the Miami game, they were they, they threw the ball backwards a few times. And then the guy scored, and it was a miracle. Sam Adams. <laughs> that 
would be a pretty good fight. We could put that up on the Facebook page. Hey, Sam Adams versus a dolphin. <laughs> Sam Adams versus Flipper. But there's so many mean things I could say about, like, in our service was horrible, but we didn't say anything about, like, the entire time we're like, this place is new, whatever. Like, and then, then they were like, well, you didn't say your service was horrible until we cut you off. And I'm like, well, I promise you, we had shitty service and then you cut us off. <laughs> I would have been way drunker if you were Johnny on the spot with the Bud Light. <laughs> Seriously. You probably. Anyways, uh, no, I was like hearing this story. I was thinking, I can't remember a time that I was cut off, but it's probably because every time I was cut off, I needed to be cut off. Yeah. I've been cut off by myself while my daughter's somewhere safe with a babysitter. Right. I don't even think I've gotten cut off while I've had a kid. But what I'm saying is, like, I've I've been cut off. But that's not the point. The point is, in this situation, I was with well in rights of having one more beer if I wanted to. Because it's been, I've had three or four, and it's been four or five, four and a half yeah. hours. And you're giving me shit. And, and there's this guy over there like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like yelling and screaming. I'm like, you're really going to cut us off. Okay. So, that's the, that's the story. It was, it was a, all right, well... Fuck uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and Greenfield, but you know you always got to give them a second chance, though. No, all right. Well, I, I'll, g- I'll give them a second chance. I'm going to Wings, etc. From now on. And uh, speaking of the food service, did you guys hear about the Whopper for a penny? Yeah, yes. I did it. Uh, Friday hardcore Friday. move. Hardcore move by Burger King. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit. So, so the the deal is, is if <laughs> that's you, the Whopper coming back. <laughs> <laughs> It's up until December 12th, so I think you got three more days. If you order a Whopper on the Burger King app, you can get a... But you have to be within 600 feet of a McDonald's, and you also have to give them access to your location on your phone, too, which I think is a little like a little weird, too. Like, Does Burger King really need to know where I'm at? But anyways... I, I heard the, the McDonald's-Burger King battle is getting savage. Did you see that picture? It's like it was right next to a McDonald's, and it was like New York or something, and on the wall was a giant billboard. And 99% of the billboard was white. And then they put actual size of a, like, <laughs> the, the, the meal. <laughs> it's like on the screen. This all. And they're like, they just put actual size of a number one or something like that. It's just this little dot that's yeah. on the fucking giant billboard. This is definitely what we need more, though, is more of this competition. So, I mean, you guys are from the libertarian side of things. How do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about the, uh, fast food restaurants just going at each other? Love it. My favorite is Wendy's on Twitter. <laughs> Their Twitter yes. game is great. It is great. <clears throat> uh, I've actually seen it before, but oh, dude, it's good. It's really good. Uh, I think anytime anybody like talks smack to Wendy's, oh, like yeah. they respond and talk smack back. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, basically, like the Libertarian Party is the uh, is the Wendy's of the conversation, <laughs> yeah. or will shit post. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have two giants going after each other, and we're just like, ha, try the <laughs> try the chili. <laughs> we offer chili, and you guys don't. Uh, that's you know, if, if I go totally into my uh, Libertarian. Uh, hat wearing phase you know we we like choices and everything right you, you don't go just coke or pepsi you can have right. you can have diet coke or you can have rc cola or you rc have, cola you is know, whatever you want right so you've got different options and that's the uh <laughs> this is the wendy's <laughs> wendy's wendy's twitter prove it <laughs> if you <laughs> <laughs> so it, <laughs> oh, thanks for showing your baby <laughs> <laughs> Why are y'all? Why are y'all like this? We tried to keep it friendly, but we aren't here to get trashed by someone. I took a That's a good pun. Wendy's, 
these <clears throat> windy streets. So basically, yeah. right now we're looking at the uh, the windy oh, Twitter shit. feed. We're just reading the internet, but we forgot we're on a podcast. We're just reading it ourselves. We're not the best at comprehension, so we can't do it out loud and read it to you it's guys. Great too. radio, great radio. McDonald's posted something that said, "Today we announced by mid 2018, all quarter pounder burgers at the majority of our restaurants will be cooked with fresh beef." Just a majority. And then Wendy's said, "McDonald's, so you're still use frozen beef in most of your burgers in all of your restaurants." Asking for a friend <laughs> is the asking for a friend thing has it like gone no dude, is it, it's still is there it, is it past its uh i'm also prime? 30 and don't know when stuff is cool or not but uh, <laughs> i'm gonna say it's still cool wendy's w- is still using it so that's good enough for me i went to wendy's but my girlfriend wants mcdonald's what do i do there are plenty of fish in the sea black friday need a need copy and link when the tweets are as broken as the ice cream. <laughs> Damn. Savage. Oh, they just get so somebody good. that makes 40 grand a year that just sits there. So that's just refreshing on the other McDonald's, on the other company. My friends like it's Wendy's, a great gig. but I don't. Uh-huh. What do I, what do I tell them? Apologize for being wrong. Some of them are just straight to the point, which I like too. The, uh, if the beef is never frozen, then how do you guys keep it fresh? <laughs> Refrigerators. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, <laughs> phone <off>. down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that was a, a big thing in the news that I thought was just interesting, and uh, quite a few people have talked about it. I think it's a good move, uh, and it's it's basically kind of turning millions of McDonald's into Burger King stores, basically because. I would not go to the thing is I don't eat fast food that much. So like, but if I was to eat fast food, I would definitely want a Whopper for a penny. And I like the Whopper better than the Big Mac. What is Subway? Thousand percent. What is Subway good at? Underground transportation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Why is your beef square? Because we don't cut corners. Oh, that's so good. It's a Michael Scott answer right there. Yeah. All right. So. We had this happen. It was recently, and uh, it was a boxing match. I think boxing's dead. I don't really watch it. Um, Johnny is a fan of boxing. How about you guys? Do you guys watch boxing at all? That was a bold ass statement. I just I don't I don't like I don't I don't know. I've never enjoyed watching it. So no, I mean it's it when I was a kid, you know, Evander and Mike Tyson was a thing, but I I couldn't even name a pro boxer right now. If if my if it'd be like Dakota trying to name the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, at least we both real- have co-hosts where know nothing about football. <laughs> It'd be a real kick we in the stomach have- if he did, though. <laughs> we should have. <laughs> I should just get like good. That's at not that funny. Knowing about football and just every time Jeremiah tries to make fun of me, I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, we, they're running back just kicks some chick in the stomach, so, and he's. Bam. We should have a football off, like where the co-host <laughs> who knows more about football. That's Dakota, good, Dakota's the athlete. He played high school football for try, right? He, he played. <laughs> that was good enough for me. Not a clue. What, what, no year, what year did you play a try? At least you tried. Uh, probably, for years, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 2010 to 2012. Yeah, I, I missed you, you completely. Yeah, <laughs> I was 06 to, or 02 to 06. Damn so we we played we played football against. It was a try high. Yeah. Yeah, because there's Tri High, but there's also Triton Central, right? Right, yeah. Tri High was like maroon, right? Yep, that's us, the Titans. Yep. Buddy. The mighty, mighty Tri High Titans. <laughs> Justin Justin avoided being a hometown hero by moving just four or five miles outside of the town. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, so, Hancock County, 
Boop, Justin, just right outside. <laughs> hey, I was gone for quite a bit of time, right? right? Yeah. Um, but no, I wanted to ask because uh, Johnny is a big fan of the of the fight, uh, the boxing game, and Tyson Fury fought uh, Wilder. We won't tell him what just happened. Yep. You just spilled it. <laughs> no. Good God. No. No. It's fine. Whatever you do, do not go to beat us later. <laughs> but you, you had, uh, you had had some thoughts on that, on the fight. And I also wanted to kind of like, uh, see what your thoughts are on the current boxing world because there's the what's his name the guy the announcer that's like he just like loses his mind every time there's a there's a decision and it doesn't go the way he thinks uh, it yeah. is yeah i did see the one where he didn't yeah, lose his mind know. he's like these guys come out here and they put their life on the line that yeah, guy that guy yeah i don't even know i'm not that deep into yeah. it anymore but but so what do you think about this most recent one cuz the guy was it Tyson Fury is he the monster guy that's Tyson like 6 Fury 7 is the 6 9 he went in at 6 9 286 pounds <laughs> and before this he was 400 pounds banging hookers and doing cocaine <laughs> <laughs> I'm he, fact checking that, and he lost like that that amount of weight in a short period of time. And, and then he, yeah. so, one of the best things that the reason I like this fight so much is because I listened to Tyson Fury come on Joe Rogan and tell his story about how he's battled mental health and he's battled all these addictions. What Johnny was talking about, and then he's like, "I'm fucking back. I'm gonna fight this dude," which is Deontay Wilder is one of the best fighters ever. And so those two dudes are going to fight each other, and that's why I wanted to basically hear the or see the fight between them because it was like a huge thing. And he, and he beat one of the Klitschko's, which the Klitschko's are like giant, like yeah. mutant looking people as well. So. Yeah, one of them is dating Hayden Penitentiary also, and she's like this tall. <laughs> nice. Imagine that in the bedroom. <laughs> that's, that's gross. Uh, yeah, but so so you watch the fight though? Correct? I don't have showtime but i got to watch some of the fight yes. so, so, so you were one of the 10 million people that illegally watched the fight uh on four separate channels because they kept uh, fucking shutting them down it's pissing yeah. me off that, so i missed certain rounds so that's but. what's another insane thing like coming from like the political side of things like there was three hundred twenty-five thousand people that legally purchased the pay-per-view but 10 million, 10 million people watched it illegally by uh streaming services so like what do you like how does that even like i mean how much money is lost there then 10 million times well how, the, however much it costs to buy the pay-per-view in the u.s they usually cost between 60 to 80 dollars and in Good the uk God. it's like if 15 pro- bucks if you promote it the right way you can <laughs> i think you can make the merchandise up if you've got 10 million people that are that passionate about coming out and getting your getting your show illegally you've got an audience that you can market to anyway well, you know, the pay-per-view thing might be dead at this point in the age of ip yeah, um, yeah. but and you you've got you've got ways to to get that rabid fat fan base anyway well and then a similar thing is like game of thrones game of thrones is like the what it used to be i don't know if it still is but it was like the most pirated tv show of all time for a long time and, but it didn't hurt the value of Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones is still around. So right. um, Tyson Fury didn't give a fuck though. He donated his entire eight million dollar purse to homeless, and uh, that's insane. Yeah, eight, he won. He got eight million dollars for the fight and gave it all away. If you're going to get three hundred thousand people to actually pay versus ten million, they're going to look another way. See, I think that, that's where you look at Amazon or someplace. Take a check from them, and then you also get the merch. You know, you've got video games, right? Uh, Minecraft was damn near free. Fall. Uh, right. uh, the hell's a kids game now? Not Fallout. Um, 
Fortnite. 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 Fortnite's been free, right? But they're all the mi- microtransactions. They're geniuses but, in that way. Well, they're doing that, but then you walk through Walmart and everywhere else, and there's Fortnite Monopoly. There's Fortnite T-shirts. Yeah. You're, you're printing money. Exactly. You know, I think I think there's ways to you give your product away for free and then make money on off everything else. Exactly. And I think that that's kind of the way it's going with a lot of these situations. Is this the? This is the knockdown in round twelve that that everybody lost their mind about. Started calling him the Undertaker. <laughs> he is huge. Yeah, he's a massive man. But this and, guy is like, I mean, this guy's athletic as hell, and he's a giant dude too. He's just not six well, nine. He's oh. he's like six seven, six eight. But he only read. I mean, he's under two twenty. He's like two twenty six. I feel like we're watching these but, two uh, humanoids go at it in the ring that we've bred. Tyson Fury could, could play a Cyclops in any movie. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been this uncomfortable I mean, since for, I watched Django. For, <laughs> for, <laughs> Wow, well played. <laughs> so I, for how big he is, though, like his footwork is incredible. He has the footwork of like a five nine, two hundred and ten pound running back in NFL. Which one are you talking about, Tyson Fury? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could dive into it if you'd like, but yeah. so so look at his legs right there, though. Don't they kind of look like Q tips or toothpicks? Like, yeah, they do. They're <laughs> tiny. <laughs> I think he's uh he's missing the squat days. He's missing leg days. That's like the pot calling the kettle black, though. Hey, yeah. dude, I've got some skinny <laughs> legs. I'm, I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna own it. For he's sure. also not throwing head kicks or leg kicks. Or, right. I think you know. the my favorite thing that came from any of this was not the fight itself. It was really cool that he got up and um you know from that punch or whatever. Um, just kind of the story that went along with it. Like I said, what, what happened on Joe Rogan and all that stuff and talking about uh, his battle with mental illness, getting knocked down like that, and then showing the whole world to get back up. That's always a fucking cool right. Cinderella story. Fighters a lot of man. people say that he got robbed of that fight. Whoever, who cares? Well, you know what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then what also is the coolest to top all that off is he did give his $8 million, $9 million purse to homeless people or whatever it was that he gave it to. And I think all that put together makes him way... More of a cool boxer dude than the other dude just basically made himself look like an idiot by all, you know, half his videos and half his interviews are him just like, you know, talking shit and, right. you know, so that's why I like Tyson Fury so much. I mean, he's, right? he just became like boxing's Marshawn Lynch for me. Like, Marshawn Lynch is an underrated favorite human of all time. And like, oh, yeah. Watching him on Rogan's podcast, watching him bef- pre fight, after fight, during a fight, and everything he did, it's like, damn, how do you not like this guy? Well, and then how do you feel about having the access to the people that we watch and like the sporting world and things like that? Because you actually get to see what kind of like person they are, I guess, at least in front of a microphone and in front of a camera, but it's still a relaxed state, like going on Joe Rogan. Like, that's a very impressive thing. Yeah. We've got so much more access to athletes and, and, and even celebrities the, and, now, and even the people that you guys have had on, yeah. some of the like the people in the uh, political race that you guys were involved in, and everything like that, that was like interesting to me that you guys were able to get them to come on and talk to you guys. Yeah, we've had state senate camp. We we hosted an official state senate debate for all three people running for an open senate seat. Wow. Um, we've had people that were running for the, everybody. But Mike Pence's brother, the uh, Greg Pence, our next congressman, came on our show and came through the studio. That's awesome. Every single person running for that congressional seat, other than him, showed up and, and came through Dakota's spare bedroom or our new studio in That's downtown so Newcastle. Cool. Once we got it, I gotta come. I gotta come check that out yeah, too. We by got, the way, we got your book here in a yeah, couple exactly. weeks. Exactly. Right? So we. Got that we got a man, I can't wait to see that. It was really um, weird whenever it was in my spare bedroom because it's like 
There's a state senator in my kitchen. <laughs> exactly. It's I not mean, like a real senator. It's a state senator. <laughs> uh, office reference so, for you. Yeah. <laughs> so also, UFC 231 was last night, too. Max mm-hmm. Holloway. Holy shit. Man, Brian, I was really pulling for Brian Ortega, which is he comes from Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Yep. And he's kind of a... I don't know. You can't hate the guy. He's like so super nice guy, super down to earth. And then Max Holloway is kind of like, you know, kind of show off a little bit, but he's definitely the better fighter. But Ian, Ian Bomford that we've had on the podcast, uh, was posting on Twitter that he had like, uh, some sort of bets going on like a my bookie type thing. I bet it on DraftKings and his, uh, his girlfriend like talked him out of it. But if he would have like put the $300 on the person that he picked, he would have won like $13,000 $13,000 or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. And she there's, talked him out of it. Well, mm. Wendy said it best. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> but no, um, what, we were we were talking about the access to people. So that's the other thing. Like, I mean, just doing the podcast, like we've gotten the chance to talk to some people that I don't think we would have ever been able to talk to before. We got to talk to Jake Johnson in like episode one, something like one ten or something like that. That was a great episode, um, too. but it, it's it's just Sean Latham as well. Yeah, yeah. Sean Latham, that, that was, was an incredible. awesome one. Um, and it's just awesome to be able to like I think see see the like the people a little bit more real because back in the day like we didn't actually get to see any of that like yeah you you got a very carefully crafted version of everybody right right? or you get it through a magazine that would come out once a month now you've got snapchat stories or instagram stories from somebody and they're just doing it themselves all day long Mm -hmm. um and 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 you get like that unfiltered approach um that that's that's the Thing that I mean, it's hard to like be, give positives from the uh, the the president that is currently running the country. But I love the unfiltered approach that he has on Twitter, where he just says whatever he wants. Because then I actually know, like, that's running through his mind right this second. Well, and that's one of the neat things about about podcasting, right? And, and anybody that hosts a podcast it, or talk radio, you can't fake it for three hours a week, a day, or you know, if you've, you know, we just did our ninetieth episode. You're well over a hundred now right. for the Juice Show. Um, People get to know who you are. You can't you can't come up with some bullshit character and then and then keep it up for month after month. You've, eventually, you have to be just who you are, and then your audience connects with you, and that's who follows you. Yeah, and that's what we talked about. Like Johnny and I talked about it because Johnny's wanting to improve his game on the podcast. Shane brings the I'm telling you the like there are times you make me laugh so hard. Brings the fucking heat <laughs> like every time, and I know that uh, I, Johnny has wanted to like improve his game of like. He was like, dude, I think I was trying to be like too funny in the beginning. And he's like, as soon as he like kind of like relaxed and just started being himself, it's been a lot, a lot smoother for you. Yeah. Our, our whole approach for, for the Boss Hog Show has been, you know, we're going to talk about issues that matter. So we're mostly politically focused or, but it's basically about life. So whatever we're interested in, and Dakota and I both have political stuff we care about, uh, but we're going to have fun. So we're going to make fun of it constantly as it's going along. And we will sit there with, you know, somebody that's very high level, whether they're um, a, an actor or an athlete or a comic or a, a politician or just somebody we think is fun. We'll sit there and bullshit for 10 or 15 minutes amongst ourselves and make them come to our studio yeah. and just have our conversation. And then, you know, if they want to jump in, great. But then we'll get into the conversation with them. What's what's the most off the wall question that you guys have, like, asked somebody? Oh, man. We, That's uh, Chase's so, yeah, job. Chase, Chase. <laughs> one is one of our co-hosts. Uh, we have a rotating cast that yeah. comes in, and Chase is the king of asking unfiltered questions. And 
He even did it to Jeremiah. Yeah, I was running for for. Uh, you actually had boxers briefs or whatever briefs or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. As I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to run for this office and spending thousands of dollars and of money that we've raised from people and. Yeah, that's the, that's the kind of questions Jason comes up <laughs> He with. asked boxers or briefs. Yeah. Can I tell you one of the craziest things I think we've asked anybody is when we asked Spencer Pratt why he's so into, um, what's her name? Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> like, in what world or like, did I ever think I'd be talking to Spencer Pratt about how he's obsessed with Taylor Swift? <laughs> and then he goes on like a 15 minute rant yeah, of yeah. everything that he loves about Taylor Swift. Kind of earlier when you were saying like, uh, everyone's so down to earth and pretty cool. Like minus, like he wasn't, he was kind of into himself and a little. So I liked him, but the thing is, is he's, I think he, he's in that status where he has like, created that character of himself and he yeah. lives that like he lives that character like it's that's a new it's, not a, it's not a character anymore and the, that's and him interview would have been a lot better if he would have like not given such long answers right he really rambled for a long time but his answers were funny yeah um but then when we talked to jake johnson and um tj lavin tj lavin they were both like super down to earth and ve- way cooler than i thought they would ever be and like most down to earth people i've you know whatever so we try to get people to come in studio. Uh, yeah, that on, makes it so much better when which, you can. It's amazing that we get people all the way to Newcastle. It, it blows my mind every time that we've had. You know, Chris Bowers has come all the way out there. And, yeah, um, Brent Terhune is out there, and this both of those guys are bucket list guys. I want on this show too. Yeah. So if you uh, got an in over there, <laughs> just give, give them my information. Man. Bowers is in California now. Yeah, so. you got to catch him on a on a trip back out here now. Right. Um, we got him just before he left. A month or two before he left. Uh, we've done a handful. Robin Miller, the racing journalist, was on mm-hmm. last year. Uh, we kind of did an Indy car preview, That's uh, cool. or an Indy 500 preview with him, and that was a fun one. Uh, but he's the rare exception that we've done one by telephone. Yeah. Other than, you know, I think like uh, after after the Ron Colley thing had happened, we just had uh, Ben Polizzi and uh, Joey Molinaro on from the Espresso Podcast, and then like they're both weeks, hilarious and they're, as well. they're great guys. Um, Joey went to they both went to Ron Colley, but uh, Joey. Called in a week or two after the, or I guess it's the week of yeah. the Ron Colley deal, and we talked to him, and because that was the lady that got lost her job was his guidance counselor, right? So it was you know another fun one, and then we had a kid that was at Purdue that called in, yeah, uh, Mason Roddinghouse, who was in the when Purdue had the uh, the comic who got thrown out or booed out of off the stage two three months ago for the uh, yeah for making uh, some comment that was deemed sexual harassment <clears throat> and everyone you know everyone on social media is freaking out about college students being too sensitive and mason calls in he's like you guys don't understand right before he went on we had a seminar about sexual harassment <laughs> like, it was like fresh on their mind yeah. <laughs> so they all know the signs they're looking for and that was something we added that we nobody always had that story i just uh, picture in like them having that and then this guy walking out and they have walks, like a piece of paper and they're like okay check <laughs> check okay this guy's a fucking sexual harasser <laughs> and then just yelling at him and shit yeah yeah so that was perfect but it that's the exception of the rule honestly 99% of the time people are actually in in studio with us. Um, <laughs> what are you doing over there now? Are you breaking stuff? His Just, mic went limp. <laughs> I'm going to see a doctor we about that. I was going to say, <laughs> so talking about the, the... You should be used to this. The things being offensive, what do you guys uh, think about the... Thank you. There you go. Thank you, sir. What do you think about the the Christmas things that are uh, coming out as being offensive? So I'm tired of it raping my ears. <laughs> <laughs> there's the there's the uh, baby. It's cold outside. 
which is Stop uh, taking away things that are great. Some say <laughs> some say it promotes date rape culture. Oh Those in favor God. of banning the song insist that the woman in the song tries multiple times to leave while the man <laughs> pushes her to stay. The woman sings, "I ought to say no, 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 sir," expressing clearly she wants to go and say, "What's in this drink?" Sounds like a red flag that there's something in the drink that what, shouldn't be there. Bill Cosby What's in the this song? drink? Then used to be like a used to be a common saying. Yeah, like because you know it's written in the twenties. And we had an episode where we talked about different like dialects. whoa, what's in this drink? Yeah, it's like, like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. like whenever you're messing around with your friends and you're like, hey, what's in this drink anyway? Yeah. Like yeah. that was a that was a really common saying. It's not like oh my god, you just roofied my drink. Get well, away from me. No, I mean it's what you guys were talking about. The guy calling in. Did I mean, they even have roofies when that song was made? Like, oh, yeah. How old is, is a Bill, Mickey? How old is Bill Cosby? <laughs> He's old yeah. enough to have done it. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just tired of the. I'm tired of everybody being offended by literally everything. I mean, there's the 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 issue with the internet too, with the fact that if you are getting ready to do something, people can dive back into your social media history and crucify you for something that you said Kevin three Hart or four this years week, ago. Right? That's exactly what yeah, I was getting I got to. A lot of deleting to do. <laughs> Whoa! What did he say? He. <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's homophobic stuff, apparently. But like, it's once again, uh, dude, you are. He's a comedian. On. I was gonna say, you're kidding me. A comedian <laughs> said something homophobic. <laughs> Get out of here. It was uh, okay five years ago, but Twitter's been around for ten. So oh exactly, God. you got to go back and purge now. Oh my God. Well, and the funny thing is, is like going back and looking at them, they were pretty funny tweets. Like that's what I was really? thinking. Like when I was seeing a scroll on CNN, and I was like. Ooh, that was a pretty funny one. <laughs> well, he's a comedian. I mean, it's and then his uh, job. But the the other messed up thing is the he quote apologized. here from uh, Kevin Hart is why can't you queers, lesbos, and trannies just take a joke? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why can't well, you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. there was a uh, there was a quote that was said to me by a construction boss I had a long time ago that said, "If you can take a dick, you can take a joke." And hey, he yeah. said that. All the time. If you can't take a joke, take a shuttle. Uncle Joey Diaz said that. <laughs> what? If you can't take a joke. He's like, if you can't take a joke, take a shuttle, cocksucker. <laughs> I think he meant it's like Lee. That's a pretty okay. good Joey gotcha. Diaz joke. Yeah. Or impression. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, so that, I mean, that's one of those things like uh, Christmas is a very fun time. That's my one of my favorite times of the year. And I think there was also the uh, the the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was offensive. What apparently. the hell? What? As well because it, because it promotes bullying with lyrics <laughs> such as all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call them names. <laughs> uh, well, if they did, then they did. I like what <laughs> like you're telling a story about how he got bullied. You can't be like leave that out. And know? I don't feel like it's promoting bullying. I, I, and then like he was bullied and then he like showed those motherfuckers. He was like, <laughs> Look at me, I'm in the front. I got a light. Fuck you guys. Like why do, why is it gotta be like you know what I mean? Like why it was a good thing. Right. Wouldn't it be female reindeer though? No, I don't know. Yeah, because they're all, all the reindeer are gender neutral now at this point. I don't think we're allowed to know. <laughs> they're all Zims. Well, I heard only the female uh, reindeer keep their antlers during the winter, whereas the males don't, don't get theirs. I don't know about that, dude. I, don't I watch know. BBC all the time. <laughs> BBC, not, <laughs> not what you watch on. <laughs> I watch that too. Yeah, but about about it. I watch that in my living room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the big screen. He's not ashamed of it at all. Um, yeah, those, it those shows are just the a, earth. Those are just a few. 
I'm big on girth. <laughs> I've lost my place now. Uh, Dude, instead of, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing like a show called, like with reindeers, but instead, like, you know how it's called, the show's called Earth? Yeah. Girth. <laughs> it's just, and it's, and it's narrated by Samuel and it's like a, There's like a British guy. motherfucking reindeer. <laughs> no, there's just a guy who's like, as the dick lays itself on the floor. <laughs> like, just like all these different just pictures of dicks. Anyways, go on. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, it, uh, on the next season of Gareth, <laughs> as the dick slaps the forehead, you yeah. can see <laughs> penetration goes <laughs> <laughs> it's off the rails on that one. I I'll can't. try. I'll try to bring it back. So I, I think I think what we've done is is some some twenty two year old finds some old song that they hear playing, so they hear. Uh, you know, oh my God! They talked about putting something in somebody's drink, so they're going to write an outrage deal, and then three more people retweet it, and then somebody at MSN or Slate says the whole internet's going crazy over this, and then they create the controversy, which then creates this loop cycle, right? And then nobody really gave a damn, nobody cared, especially nobody in in the flyover country cared at all. Four people with an inter- internet connection and a little bit of a voice cared. And then the morning news gets to talk about it for three minutes and act like it's, and then and the and, clickbait. And it's clickbait. And so it, it, I think it really, this year more than any other that I've seen, there's been three or four, uh, some bullshit about candy canes. And, you, know, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 you don't even, I don't even click on the articles anymore. I just know that it's clickbait and it's fake outrage. Yeah. The candy cane is the red on the candy cane represents the blood of Christ and the oh white God. represents something else. And I'm pretty sure it's shaped in a J. So that's like <laughs> Jesus. Like, what? <laughs> I'm going to start looking at things. It sounds like a, find- like a real reach. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was because it was was a nice little hook for your Christmas tree. Like, I think for next week's show, Dakota, our goal should be to find like five things to be outraged about. Yes, and, 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 and we'll be the origin story. And, and you guys are the ones that are yeah. like super pissed. I mean, about I go it. get shut down and beat up. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but did fucking, you did you claim that it's a hate crime? Because yeah. I think Governor Holcomb's going to work on that for you. <laughs> I'm going to start doing beard outrage, like. I'm bearded, so you're treating me differently. <laughs> My religion is that I can have all the beer I want on Sunday. Okay, Miss, are you treating me this way because I have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> Because if you are, I will let my congressman know. <laughs> <laughs> we know a guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, like, I mean, this is just, this has been talked about as well in the same vein of all the stuff that we're talking about. The PETA stuff. Did you guys hear about that? Oh, oh, the, yes. oh the bread? The alt, no, the alt. Because <laughs> I care more about that than I do about <laughs> the fucking group. The, uh, it's, so it's, it's stop using anti animal language. So what? it's got a whole table that so they, this is the beating the dead horse that complaint. they, yep, that they tweeted oh, out. Oh my God. Instead of t- kill two birds with one stone, feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> <laughs> is this real life? I, this can be real. I, I, I feel like this is put out just so that it can be like, you know how we can really piss off some conservative boomers? <laughs> wow. Okay. If, They're going to use caps lock this week, I swear to yeah. God. <laughs> I prefer give two birds alone. <laughs> be, so there's be the guinea pig, and they said... Be the, instead of that, say be the test tube. <laughs> what? Not a big, make sense not a big fan of that. Instead of beat a dead horse, say feed a fed horse. Well, then he's gonna be full. <laughs> be too full. Bring home, bring home the bacon. Bring home the bagels. So I don't know. That's just the bagels. Big, that's just big bagel one. My <laughs> grandfather was a baker. bagels. Have eggs in them, and eggs 
you know, are part of an animal. The worst one is take the bull by the horns, take the flower by the thorns. That's going to be painful, first of all, because you're going to immediately just stab yourself with a. Have you tried taking a bull by the horns? Yeah, I'd really much rather (laughs) grab the flower. I'm going going flower all day. I've I've accidentally grabbed a rose. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I just think that that's a. It's another thing that we are. I'm tired of just seeing all the stuff that we're getting enraged about. I think they should all just be things that you should like try to do to animals that will get you fucked up. Like grabbing a bull by the horns is going to fuck you up. Yeah. So they should all just rhyme with things that's going to like the animal's going to hurt you. Do you have one? No. <laughs> but that's one. No, but it's bestiality. I mean, five, four, three, two. I'm really trying to think of what I get. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of something with squirrel and nuts, but yeah, I'll think of one. Give me a second. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, some of the responses was uh, one person tweeted, "What in the Birkenstock wearing, bongo beating, bean sprout eating, bushy armpit having, mechanical cigarette smoking, cucumber sandwich making fuckery is this shit?" That was their response to the tweet. It's a good answer. I like that. I think though that that's a like I think that's an overdone one as well though. Cause but it accomplishes exactly what they wanted. Pete is in the news again. Exactly. They win. Damn them. I, I, I've had two steaks in two days, so they're not winning me over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have, uh, I, I don't know, like, my aunt is a, she's like, says vegetarian, but she also eats fish, I think. So what is that? That's they like don't a, have souls. A, a, pesc, a pescatarian. pescatarian. But yeah, so like, but she does it just because she doesn't really like beef. She doesn't really like pork. I love all of those things. So like, I'm going to continue to eat those. And I, what's that uh, documentary that was out that, I think was uh, all, all, all yeah, about. Uh, there's eighteen thousand. All, all right. about being uh, all about being vegan. Oh, I, remember, I would never. Ever. Yeah, that's not. Like a, <laughs> I've got a deep. I've got a deep cut playlist, but the vegan <laughs> yeah. vegan documentaries, oh, yeah. I'm striking out, man. I will like, tell you, incorporated. Yeah. Is that it? Yes, yeah, that's okay. it. Good I will job. tell you that I've, I guarantee you I've seen it. But I normally give it a steak. Oh no, no, no! What what the health? That's yeah, what the hell? Oh yeah, I saw that one too. But, uh, what so, do you do with your spare time? <laughs> I, uh, vegan food, documentaries? Food Incorporated, we had to watch in my sociology class because my sociology professor was a vegan. So, and that's it another had, thing. Yeah, I mean, it had nothing to do with sociology, but it, it That's was another thing. Important. I feel like professors at schools and stuff, they, they push their agenda a lot. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's so annoying, dude. I've been in college. I, luckily, it's not like that where I'm at right now, but when I was going to Ivy Tech, I took a... Um, uh, History class, and they and my teacher was a black man, and it made it. We talked a lot about slavery. Let me tell you that. And I was like, "This doesn't like we're we're talking about like when Clinton was president. <laughs> like, it has nothing to do." He's like, "That was only three people ago." Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that like we three talked a lot about slavery. Was, Clinton was Joe president Biden. when Dakota over here was born. True. He was getting blowjobs when you were sucking on a pacifier. <laughs> Did your teacher bang anybody? <laughs> I see so many. Nobody told us that. that he went and saw Black Panther four times, and I'm like, it was pretty good. But I don't think it was that good. No, it's and it's also getting ready to. It's nominated for an Academy Award or Oscar. Oscar. Not well, good. I think that's the same. Not thing. that good. That. And I'm not saying it's not that good because of because know. of your blatant racism. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it's it's just as good as one of the other Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. But they're not getting you know Academy Awards and Oscars and shit. I think they're all equally good. And I think it was a great movie, but. 
It's getting a little too much. It sounds a lot like All Lives Matter over here. <laughs> we need to bring back Black Damn. Hair Matters. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't they? No? Okay. Right. Hey, I don't see your Amistad movie poster in here, so I'm not sure how committed to the cause you guys are. So, so do, you guys, uh, do you guys enjoy the Marvel films? Not at all, no. No? Don't watch them? <laughs> no, no I, I waste way too much time on politics and indie cars. Oh my gosh. I just in my head, like, how could politics be more important than Marvel? <laughs> than Marvel movies. I mean, his name is, his name is Captain America. Because so. yeah. four Marvel uh, movies can't raise your taxes like Sir, idiots. Sir, Sir, do, you re- do you realize Captain America fought in World War II for you? <laughs> for you and your family. <laughs> He defeated Red Skull for you, okay? And here you are. I don't watch Marvel movies. Whatever, man. No, I'm, I'm, I have to tap out on that one, man. So, so what? Clueless. So what? What? uh, What do you? What movies do you watch, or do you just stay away from? Tony Stark is in space right now, (laughs) fighting for you, and you're just down here, you know, drinking your beer while Tony Stark's up in space, just taking my freedom. Uh, (laughs) He's actually suffocating for. we went uh, we went South Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody last weekend or two weekends ago. That's the most recent movie I've seen in the theater. Was that good? Yeah, it was awesome. I, I haven't actually seen it yet. Minus, so it. minus the main character put two chiclets right here <laughs> in the front teeth, and that's like that's all we got. Two well, chiclets because that was like didn't he have like Jack the yeah, Thief? Like, but- it just doesn't look like I saw a little. It was it was very extreme. The, the dental yeah. industry was uh, imagery was was severe. And he, I saw like a little video of the guy that played him, and he was like, "Yeah, like once I got used to those teeth, like I was really on my game." I'm like, "Yeah, what?" Four weeks later, like how long did it take you to get just like somebody shoving shit up in your mouth and be like, "You got it." I'm in queen, like whatever. <laughs> that sounded like the uh, the guy from. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Like, what? Yeah, the, make... Never go full retard. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Um, you watch that, but you don't watch Marvel movies. Yeah, no. Oh, God. Any John Apatow movie, I'm first in line. Right? I, I love like comedies and stuff, but the... I'm just not. Well, and then there's the so, comic book stuff. Just doesn't strike it for me. Yeah, and then the thing is, is like I got like hooked on it at the very first one, the Iron Man movie, and that was almost ten years ago. So it's like a decade of like right. investing into a show. Were kinda, you into like that kind of stuff when you were a kid at all? I mean, not really. It's so like, it's even got like a deeper like when I, I had action figures when I was a kid of like Iron Man and all those different. I watched X Men, the cartoon X-Men was dope. Yeah, yeah. I watched that, but like the rest of them, like yeah, I, I still didn't. Really so excited. I still say dope. <laughs> I still say dope. X Men does slap though. That's pretty. Oh man! Don't don't say that because it just sounds weird. It sounds weird and like makes my skin like itchy a little bit. We're in that age range where we can say dope, but there's 19 year old kids in my school that say slap, and we are not there, sir. I I I spend a lot of time volunteering. And I was yesterday morning. It was cheese ball day uh, for the four H junior leaders. So I, I'm always around these kids that say every year, you know. So they, you get to like you get the forefront through. of the. Uh... No, it's, it's gone the other way. <laughs> I, 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 I used to be when I first started. You know, I was it was like uh, seventh grade through the end of high school, and I was like 25 when mm-hmm. I started. 24, 25. I still had some connection to these people. Ten years later, I I said something, and the reference just sailed over the oldest kids' heads, and I would just I I left. I walked away in shame last yesterday. <laughs> How do you feel, Dakota? Do you like are, are you still Jeremiah are you still in a, a in lot the cool of things stuff? that sail over my head? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, sometimes well, definitely the like, movie poster that you said earlier. I don't know what that movie. Yeah. Is. Dude, when I tell people at my school that I'm 29, they're like, "Are you kidding?" But I'm, but I'm guessing, <laughs> but I'm guessing from the context, it's something that has to do with Nazis. No, 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 no. Amistad was a, a slave ship. Okay, so there you go. Okay, it was probably. Yeah, I was wrong. To your defense, it sounds very German. I was, I was, I was wrong on the context clues there. Uh, very Holocaustic. Is that a word? <laughs> it was another human tragedy. <laughs> yeah, it might might be made up, but it sounds right. Very genocidal. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There go. Uh, that might be made up as well, but we're going to let you have it. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you get to keep up with the stuff the young folk are doing, or are you starting to drift out of there as well? Or has me hanging around me ruined you, and now, yeah. now you just, <laughs> yeah, I just so, feel old. So football's not your thing, and are you into the comic book thing at all? No. So, not, what, no. so what do you Never like? have been. Not a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> besides the libertarianism. What, what well, is? We know they like The Office. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that the last uh, movie I saw in theaters was Deadpool 2. That was a good so one. At least I'm there. Like, But I had to wait for that bit. to come out. Did you out. know who like the characters were beside, other than Deadpool? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, Colossus. I, and, see, I, I liked comic books and stuff whenever I was a kid, and I've just not okay. gotten back into it. Okay, so that's your, that's basically like... I'm getting... I should probably have given that up at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I was like, nah, this, dude. Like, this is the weirdest intervention ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to guess that you're a big fan of stand-up comedy. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huge. So, every reference also, I've made so far, you kind of also. Gra- speaking of interventions, great episode of The Office when they try to give uh, Meredith an intervention, <laughs> and it's only him trying to give her one, and then he drives her to the place, <laughs> and she's like running around the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a the the reason I was asking that is obviously there's the Avengers trailer that's out right now mm-hmm. that gave me goosebumps while I was watching it because, like I said, it's a it's a decade of of being. <laughs> Decade of being invested into something. So. Juice has his own audience that just comes around and cheers whenever they, whenever it's needed. <laughs> just the roar of the crowd in the background around here. Yeah. I didn't expect this in Wanamaker, but it's very nice. <laughs> the judge that scored one fifteen to one eleven on that fight, though. What? What? That's the that's the guy. I, that's what I was what? thinking that you were going to bring up earlier. Well, I was going to, but I didn't really get a chance to. We, <laughs> we went right into skipped, something else. Skipped past it. <laughs> Yeah, this is this this gave me goosebumps when I saw it. But once again, you guys don't have the ten years of invested. Uh, I'm hoping to recognize two, Batman, not, so. two characters today, uh, at least. That's Darth Vader's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> one for one. Don't feel better at this. Part of the journey is the end. It's the Death Star. Just for the record, you drift. It looks like shit. Promise the Death Star. It is just the Death Star would have been destroyed much faster if they would have just sent an email. That looks like a really old Robert Downey Jr. Looks like hell. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. Fallen a long way since U.S. Marshals. I will dream about you. It's always you. Really good sound effects. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of sound effects those girth uses. Except <laughs> with a lot more dicks. <laughs> I realized that my co host I'm a giver. All roads on the poster. All of us. 
Some sort of insect. So that is Ronin. Did I tell you? <laughs> yeah. I told you about that, right? Yeah. So what I'm thinking that they don't tell you in this is um, Hawkeye, who hasn't been in the last couple films. Um, when uh, what's his name slapped his you know clapped his fingers or whatever Thanos, <clears throat> all his family died, so he gets, comes goes down like a dark dark path, and then now he's Ronin and he's wearing all this dark shit. Now he has swords instead. He's I think. a bad guy again. I don't think he's a bad guy. I mean, well, maybe, maybe he is. He's, con- he's conflicted. We lost a lot of ourselves. Looks like he just murdered a bunch of people. That's not a good guy. This is the fight of our lives. The Yakuza. This is going to work, Steve. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. So I know that we just watched this, but there's another one I wanted to show you right after this one. Hi, uh, is anyone home? This is Scott Lang. We met a few years ago at that the is airport a creepy band. in Germany. That got really big. It's just an old message. Ant Man, Ant Man. I know you know. I know you know that. It's the front door. That's me. Can you buzz me in? It's funny that she had to tell him it was the front door because he's from the 40s. So he's like, is this an old message? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm from 1943. Paul so, Rudd alone is enough for me to go watch a movie. So that may get me. That's what... Okay. So I love Paul Rudd. I want to give you guys a heads up about this. This is uh, James Gunn. So you guys remember James Gunn. He got let go from Guardians of the Galaxy. Because of his old tweets that offended a bunch of people. So stupid. Um, he's actually making something that I feel like is just a middle finger to the whole Marvel comic, all those movie, um, superhero movies. So I just, I think he, I, I want to show you guys this because it looks very intense and I think I'm going to love it. And I love James Gunn coming back and doing something like this. There's no, yeah. I know there is good inside you. And you got Roy from The Office as well. Nice. As long as Pam's okay. <laughs> Fake farmer harvesting meat. Ah, you beat me to it. <laughs> you get boss hog inside jokes. <laughs> Please. I know it's been difficult for you, but you feel different from other kids. You are different. Is that the kid from Stranger Things? This movie's about See, that's how I noticed Roy's got Roy. a hell of a beard. Yeah, very nice beard. Roy, Hunger Games girl, Stranger Things boy. Did you see the asteroid hit? Roy from the office was like, Roy is getting ready to go find the aliens that are going to kill him. Roy's jealous to copy off the quiet place. It's Memorial Day. I'm busy that week. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. You are special. We believe that you are kind of has a remote I like her. in the barn. Did you find it? No. It was like he was drawn to it. He may look like us. 
He's not like us. Chewing on a fork. Did that thing with the fork where you used to do it. Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> is this a fucking Cherry's Superman thing. movie? But it's like I don't know. It just seems really messed up. Pepsi sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh, like so it's said, like a very dark Superman. And if I wasn't, and in he's room not. A, he's obviously would... not a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> because that just freaked the shit out of me. No, I, <laughs> that movie looks awesome. It's Superman horror edition, exactly. And then yeah. that's what I think. Like, I think that's why um, James Gunn took took on that project because it said it's from director. Like, it's not like I don't think he was actually the director of the film, but I think that's why he attached his name to it because of all of the the stuff that he's gone through the, over the last year or so. It's a weird flex, but okay. I think it's going to be a very, very good... <laughs> I think it's going to be a great, great movie. I think it's going to be scary and creepy and awesome. So, that was that was Bright Burn, and then obviously we saw the Avengers one. And you guys aren't into the Avengers, so we're going to move on to the last thing that I wanted to talk about that I thought was a very uh, interesting thing politically as well. The mushrooms or psilocybin being legalized in Oregon. 100% for it. 100% for it? Stoner Dakota. All day. I've never uh, done mushrooms, but I think adults should have the authority to make decisions for themselves. So. I agree 110%. I think everything should be legalized. I don't care what it is because it'll just, I mean, it kind of weeds people out on its own. Um, I don't know. I agree with that. Just like, like texting that. and driving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, so that what is it, like 2020, um, I think is when they're going to vote on it. Why is it 2020? You guys know politics or political Probably the next scheduled election, I would guess. Uh, They probably only hold an election every two years, so they probably got enough signatures. I'm guessing that's the way Oregon works is you get signatures, put something on the ballot like you do in California. Yeah. And 2020 would be the next uh, next cycle. So they won't call a special election just to... (laughs) Decide if they can have <laughs> mushrooms, they'll be fiscally responsible. Which is wait till the next time. Pretty decent because they have a year and some change to really throw up a lot of support behind it. You know, to try to as hard as they can to get the referendum to yeah. pass. It says the Oregon Psilocybin Society plans this month to start gathering the 140,000 signatures necessary to get the measure onto the ballot in 2020. The number of signatures required is nearly equal to the population of Salem. Yeah, so basically they don't have enough. They're at the very early stages. They just announced this group has announced that so they maybe want a click to do bait this. situation as yeah. well. Uh, so no. the, and now they've got to go out and actually do the work. I thought that I I thought today that I had seen that they had actually achieved yeah that's the what I thought as well signatures to get on the ballot I thought as well this was posted December third brings a whole Maybe new meaning well, if they got it in three away. days they really want their mushrooms and it's gonna pass it's Oregon <laughs> right <laughs> well like, the, the, that's the thing like I've I've talked about it on the podcast before I'm pretty open I don't like partic- uh, partake in the things that I used to when I was younger but shrooms is something psilocybin is something that I've dabbled in and it's it's something that uh it's funny because i have like a i have a both sides of the coin mindset on it because i've actually experienced it so like i've experienced the i feel like the the open like mindset and like seeing things that you've never seen before and having thoughts that you never thought and uh i think feeling creative and things like that but at the same time i also look at it as 
when I listen to somebody on a Joe Rogan podcast or I listen to somebody that's, you know, that I've talked to personally, I'm like, you guys, we do realize that all the stuff we're seeing is because of the drugs we did. Like that's, yeah. that's what's altered your mind to see it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there's some like greater, like, plane out there or anything like that that just might be like the chemicals in your brain are making you see something that wouldn't normally see without those chemicals in your brain. There, there is a TV show on Vice that is called Hamilton's Pharmacopia and the guy that hosts the show came on, went on Joe Rogan's podcast and he is a, he's some pharmaceutical uh, chemist guy and basically he just, he travels the world and he finds these drugs and he finds experts in the drugs and then he takes them back to the lab and he analyzes them and he tries all of them and he did one with mushrooms, and he was with this uh, really old dude out in the New Mexico desert in this old dude's shack, and they and the old guys like got all these paintings of aliens and stuff that he sees when he's on the mushrooms, and talks about how it takes him to this fourth dimension where you know did, the secrets of the universe are unlocked, and it's like no, I full, I full, you're hallucinating, yeah. man. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Stone Dape theory? What's that's yeah? That's been talked about before. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to go into detail right now, but I mean, it's fascinating. Basically, it's up. it's one of Joe Rogan's jokes from his uh, latest stand-up special, which is: "We used to be monkeys. We found mushrooms, and we stood up on our back legs, and now we're human." Right. But Terrence McKenna like actually has a great. Uh, well, I listened to that one that you talk, like you asked me to listen to about AI, and that just blew my mind. That yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah, the one that was just great. like what last Doctor, yeah. last week. Yeah, that guy's super eccentric and like just <laughs> his voice. Like at first annoyed me, <laughs> but then it was like, like a, I was like, yeah. I sounds like, like this. A, a, he sounds like an old surfer dude or something. I thought he sounded like a nineteen-year-old uh, stone kid from California, <laughs> <laughs> which is like surfer dude. <laughs> Basically the same thing. But my thing with the what you guys are talking about hallucinating and stuff is like how do we know what that really is? Like to us that's a chemical reaction in our brain to this, but how do we not like that's all we know about it or like how do we not know that that isn't opening our mind to some other thing that we don't necessarily know about? I don't know. So it's, people, it's, it's more just my personal experience. So with I get it. that it's easy to say that like you have an, you know, like you see something, and then you're like, oh, that was like nuts, and then you start talking about it. Like that guy's talking about aliens, and there's paintings on the wall and stuff. But how do you not like? How do you know? Like, because we don't know. Because too- whenever he's doing the mushrooms, the al- whenever he's not <laughs> on the mushrooms, the aliens aren't there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the environment he's in too. Like he's kind of being. But how do we not know that that like to- taking those things aren't a key to opening up some kind of like. Different. I mean, I guess we don't know for sure. It's just yeah, very highly improbable. Well, and it's also like, I mean, maybe I just haven't like exceeded the amount, but I've never actually like not seen some or seen something that wasn't actually there. Like I've just seen stuff look a little bit different. I think that's just kind of myth. Like maybe yeah. I think that's kind of like myth. when people say they see like so, a little like troll running around, and that something. might be I, one aspect of it. But then you have the aspect of like what Joe Rogan talks about when he takes DMT. He doesn't necessarily see things, right. but he has his mind opens up to things that it's not able to open up to when he's not taking it. And I also think that I, I feel like uh, I'm very rooted in reality. So like I I don't I'm not there to experience stuff that I like. 
it's like he's able to conceive more right. because he's taking. Oh yeah, for sure. Like so, this old, this old guy that sees the aliens, he's going into it, going, "Can't wait to see uh, these aliens! Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see these!" <laughs> and, it's, and it's on obviously a television show that's it's showing different ends of the spectrum of taking, yeah. you know, taking those drugs. So like this one guy's gonna do like, "Oh fuck, dude, I saw a bunch of aliens," and then this guy's gonna be like, "Well, it made me think about something and, and actually changed my life in this way," or like. It you know those kind of things. So it's actually the greatest things I ever did saved me from like a huge depression. There's a, actually, there's a, a pretty sad episode on that one because he the old guy ends up dying and like leaving all of his paintings to Hamilton. No, oh, oh, it's, it's wild. It's pretty sad. <clears throat> well, maybe the aliens finally got him. But they, <laughs> there is like studies though about he's like you outed us. Now we're gonna put <laughs> yeah. cancer in your body. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the the what is it the the studies out about. Um, MDMA, like ecstasy, like helping people with. Let me look it up. Oh yeah, like microdosing acid. Even microdosing psilocybin is shown to really decrease side effects and the progression of Alzheimer's. Well, disease. that's what Joe Rogan does. Is he does microdoses of stuff and like he's not like tripping balls to the point where because a lot of people they take drugs and they're just like I'm gonna take a whole bunch and see what they happens. Don't understand moderation. <laughs> well, yeah, they're just taking random amounts of drugs. But like when you're smart about it, you might actually have some benefits from and i think that that is deeply rooted in the fact that the drugs are illegal so it's like oh i finally got my hands on this better yeah. get my money's worth you yeah know? right and if yeah that's a good point if it was legal point. then you would just be it's kind of like high school kids going to a party and getting drunk they don't just go I better get it all out yeah. right now this weekend or i'm not gonna be able to who knows next time i'll be able to drink seven exactly. beers there's, there's <laughs> two yeah. conversations with this with you know with medicinal marijuana legal marijuana or with, with mushrooms right it, there's a legality right now where we have prohibition and and basically we say you can't have this you're not allowed to have it uh and if you try to possess it or grow it or or consume it or get caught with it we're going to um we're going to send the cops after you so you're creating violence or a potential for an issue um which puts police in harm's way. So we need to make a decision as a society is do we really want to create conflict and put our police officers in, in harm's way uh, for a plant, for something that is it really going to cause somebody extreme harm? Is it going to hurt somebody else? Is there going to be property damage? The answer to all of those things is probably no. Do you also, do you also think it has anything to do with the fact that they, that – um, big businesses and whatnot can't profit as much off of mushrooms as they can weed and not necessarily because I mean you've already seen uh, Philip Morris uh, has it I think they've invested like what 2.3 billion dollars in the legal marijuana Even industry aired a Budweiser just invested in it. I heard something so, uh, it might I not mean, have been real but there's market. a market for it for sure so yeah. it's just the market's not there right now and I think that I don't think that there's I don't think it would be lucrative for a business to actively fight against it because yeah. they could end up making money. It just seems it weird too. that weed is such a, like, uh, it's taken so long, and then out of nowhere, Mushrooms is like, we're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I think you're going to see a lot of this change over time as as we b- keep putting boomers in the ground as they die off and <laughs> they're not in charge anymore. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> Dude, there's, no, there's no love lost for the boomers no, over there, is like, there? Dude, that, <laughs> that was such a depressing... 
depressing. <laughs> like, you're just like, ah. Really? Where's the grandma? No, because I thought of a lot of things because I actually have a lot of, like, so I have tattoos and, you know, yeah. I get a lot of shit from older people and I'm waiting for all of them to die so one day I can just finally do the, the scene from Avengers and I'm Thanos and I sit down on the, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, they're all dead. <laughs> finally, they're all fucking dead. How are you so going to get a job with all those tattoos? <laughs> Same way I have one now, Barbara. <laughs> Yeah. No, I told this. I used to be a server, just you know, because I going to school. I need a small part time job while I. And I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, you got a lot of tattoos." He's like, "You know, you're not gonna be able to get rid of those." And I'm like, "You're kidding me." <laughs> and then the conversation the went. Dude on. said this would wash off. Yeah. And then the conversation goes on, and I'm like, I was like, "Yeah, my dad has tattoos. My mom has tattoos, and you know, my dad's not a serial killer. My mom's not a clown. It's like you know." And I'm saying this to this guy, and he's getting like <laughs> shitty to his family, and but I'm saying it like really nice so, so he can't really get mad and I'm like yeah I think I'm gonna be alright and I like, just kind of walked away and it, you know I just don't like what, like obviously I'm able to it just there's that old way of thinking that comes into play with tattoos and a lot of other things like we're talking about right now but you, you'll it's becoming more and more seldom and I don't know if it's the crowd of people I'm hanging out with and I've just been ruined by the libertarians and the free thinkers of the world or what but you know in the 90s when I was growing up when I was a teenager there was this there wasn't this fear or, uh, of, of people to say, well, what you're doing is wrong and you're going to go to hell, right? You're, you know, like you're going to, uh, total damnation's coming your way. But I also tattoo or you did whatever. feel like there's people that look at me and they're not necessarily going to say that to my face, like older people, but they're thinking like, yeah, you, you can tell they're thinking, <laughs> like, you're, you're going to hell, dude. Like, there's, like, there's so damn. many less of them now, I think. I, I really yeah. do think that the, the percentage of the population, they're there still, yeah, sure. And also, I don't want to blame everything, all my problems on Indiana, but. There are <laughs> there are some things about Indiana that we definitely do last, and there, you know there's a lot of countries that are so much more like on. we can just now buy alcohol on Sunday. That's exactly uh, afternoon. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, well, that's, that's protectionist, right? We only want to have one shift way. of workers, and that's twelve days, and that's it. And that's kind of my point. Is like Can't I get that. I feel like I get that more here where I'm at. I live in a smaller town, you know, like that kind of thing, and. And, and when I was serving, I was up on the north side in Carmel, like kind of hoity-toity. So that comes with, the, you know, the area or whatever. Yeah, the but, geography of the – yeah. But it just sucks. Like you can't go in. It's just kind of be like if anybody should be mad about getting discriminated against, it's me. Because <laughs> you, you have a beard. But I just – Where's my tattoo reparations? Yeah, I just, I just kind of tell – like I tell them to fuck off, but not without saying fuck off. I yeah. just kind of am nice about it. I'm super nice about it, but make them kind of feel – stupid for asking me like why would you even ask me that like if you don't like it just don't say anything about it it's my body you know it's not like i'm covered either like i'm not like you know neck tight up to my yeah and it's like even if i was exactly you care exactly yeah i'm just what do you think uh what do you think is going to bother us um, and we're going to be those people that they're waiting for us to die off well it's kind of uh, probably robots we're going to be <laughs> i think i we're agree gonna be really upset with robots yeah, those self-driving in. cars those fucking robots they think they know everything <laughs> <laughs> we used to have to vacuum our own floors ai that kind of thing yeah on the robots and I, like my feet turn into a vacuum <laughs> <laughs> no i think uh i, I think there's going to be a problem whenever intelligence becomes so advanced that it's that it's almost indiscernible between us and the and the artificial intelligence to where we're just going to hate all of them yeah uh, all of these robots 
I've already said though, in my opinion, if there's anything that can like I don't know, like they can chop my leg off and give me a robot leg, I'm all in. Like, me too. Let's go. It's hard for me to decipher sometimes whether I think something is bothering me just because I'm getting older, or I actually have a reason to be bothered by it. Yeah, yeah it's because, uh, you got to like take a step back and go, okay. Let me look at this objectively. Because I'm like, mumble rappers are fucking stupid. <laughs> Here's me when I'm 10 listening to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's. Yeah, is it one of those you didn't know any better? Right? Like, growing up, I had, I, you know, I, I grew up in Newcastle. We had like, I, I had, it felt like I grew up in the 1940s. I had three channels. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. In WMDH, right? In WIBC. You did grow up in the 1940s. We didn't have, we didn't have satellite because we were too cheap. We didn't have I'm dial right there up with internet, you, man. right? They oh, talk had, about like, Nickelodeon shows. I, I have no idea what they're no, talking about. I mean, about. I had, okay, so I had, I had divorced parents. So I had my dad who had cable. Same. And then when I went over there, it was fucking Disneyland. And then when I went back to my mom's, it's fucking bunny ears and fucking the TV that's like, yeah. same. Yeah, I mean, yeah I don't fucking... turn that better, Johnny. <laughs> Back home. I, I was lucky to watch. I was looking forward to watching the Pacers on Channel Twenty Nine with oh, yeah. you know, ba- you know, barely tuning it in. On you know, my on, mom's on like, Friday. go outside, and when the lights come on, come back inside. Lock the doors, and she would clean the house all day, and just tell me to leave and like fuck off for all day long. <laughs> and she would lock the doors, like lock me out of my own home, and then put like Kool Aid on the porch and be like, "That's all you get." And like, I could come in for so lunch. He's basically or a straight cat. When he was at his <laughs> my dad would assign me chores to yeah. do during like while he was gone for the day. Uh, one time, I built a pool deck. It never. I was like. 11. What? <laughs> he just he showed me the night before. He's like, this is how you build the frame. And he's like, we need 12 of these built. I'm like, Damn. I'm like okay. So like, I built Free all of them that day. And then that, that night, he's like, all right, well, uh, let's put these up. So he installed all of them. And then he's like, all right, this is how you screw down the deck boards. <laughs> your life I was able skill to learn though. Your life was way different than mine. <laughs> yeah. My mom yeah. would have been like, build this deck, and I'd have been like, like it would have been like 10 a.m., and then 5 o'clock that evening, just like hitting one nail. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. They showed me this once. I'm dyslexic. I don't know. <laughs> so, like I said, I mean, though, that's a very, like, Johnny made a good point. Like, that's a, that's a valuable skill to learn. I did the I did a lot of the same stuff with my stepdad, but it wasn't like he showed me how to do anything. It was just Make all the neat. it was just all the manual labor, so like digging holes and like that kind of stuff. When yeah. he was gone, I was all in. Like he was all in on making me do that, but he wasn't going to show me how to put together like yeah, a wood frame or anything. There was one time where I I had gotten really stuck on something. I couldn't figure out how to do it, and he wanted me to do it before I got home. It's a complex so, miner. Yeah. <laughs> so in my mind, it's like something really fucking cool. Like, I can't. I can't get the carburetor. Out, and I'm like ten year old me is like spraying chalk on the blacktop. Or I can't remember what it was, but I I went inside and I used the landline and I called I called his work phone while I was at work and I was like, Hey Dad, I can't figure out how to do this. And he's like, Why are you calling me? I was like, Because I can't figure it out. And he goes. You're supposed to just figure it out on your own. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. I've like, definitely been there. Tough love right there. I've definitely yeah. been there. It was uh, like, hey, I figured it out, though. I wonder what it was. 
I can't remember. It I mean, if it been. was anything bigger than building the decks, I'm no, like, it had it's had like been. framing a deck. I think yes. we need to call Jeff Davis right now. Wake yeah, him up. we need to figure out what it was. Hey, Dad, what did I call you about uh, 12 years ago while you were at work? He probably remembers it if it was only one if thing. If I called too. my dad right now, he'd answer the phone and go, what? And I'd be like, I'm on the pot. Click. <laughs> or he'd just be like, fuck you and hang up. <laughs> no, I think uh, for sure I'm on the same page with you guys with the, the robots and AI. I think we're going to be like... Like we're, we're gonna like expect our kids to do some of the stuff that we did, and they're gonna be like, "No, I've got I've got a robot over here to do it. Don't worry about it." Yeah, but at the same time, it's like it's kind of weird to think about that because I think that AI and robots in that regard of just doing pretty much everything for us is gonna be here before we're boomer age. Oh yeah, you know. Have you guys so, seen Wally? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be us fat and, and fucking yeah. spaceships, spaceships just, just like a, sucking Slurpee yeah, and instead like of just hair. delivery, they're bringing it and feeding it to us too. Like, yeah, like you order at, Chinese and the like thing rolls in and it's they like, just laid in chairs and watch TV and yeah. ate. There are people that think that you know at some point we're gonna we're gonna work is gonna be obsolete, right? You're not gonna have to do a lot of the God, please manual labor <laughs> we do, and it, you're just gonna get a check and you're gonna go consume, and machines are gonna take care of it, and we're gonna have checks to take care of. That's freaky to needs. think about, though. I yeah, like it, to think it, that I would be the guy that continuously saved my check and then was just out kind of living under my means a little bit and then kind of like working out but, the thing, that kind if, of thing. but then knowing myself <laughs> it would just go to if, if Burger the history King. of the government giving people checks is any indicator those, uh, those I'm Bernie checks, Sanders <laughs> those checks and trying to live underneath of that is going to be nearly impossible yeah, good thing he's not our president he's well, like here have all this <laughs> you can have whatever the fuck you want as far as I'm concerned I'm going to die in four years I don't know. <laughs> Um. Yes. Like, and speaking of that kind of stuff. So, who who's like even coming up like to run against Trump for a reelection? Do you guys well, know The Rock? <laughs> yeah. Kanye West. Um. Oprah. Kanye West is. The, he's not going to try to replace Trump. He's going to try to replace uh, Mike Pence and get in the White House with Trump. Oh, they're wow. just, he's. They're real good friends. You know. He can't just oust his buddy like that. So gay people would be safe again. <laughs> yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. I think we go for it. I'm not making the connection. Did I miss something? Kanye uh, West. He, well, I'm saying like gay people being safe. Kanye again. West really likes gay people. I thought Mike Pence like hated gay people. Oh, yeah. oh that's he now. <laughs> now it's going. Now it's, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike's been gone for a couple of years. We've forgotten. In the vice presidency, you don't remember. Now the switchboard is actually Mike, functioning. Mike Pence okay. hates a lot of things. He won't eat dinner with another woman unless his wife is there. Yeah, but the last couple of years have taught us that's not the worst solution in the world. <laughs> Zero Mike, controversies for Mike, Mike Pence. Damn, Mike Pence can see the future. <laughs> it's hard to be a controversy when you have that guy ahead of you, above you, that's just doing all kinds of crazy Crazy yeah, shit. that's like he's like I can do whatever I want because this guy. Like, oh yeah, Mike Pence is there too. Like, oh, <laughs> forgot about him. <laughs> All right, uh, I don't got anything else. So I think we've had a great conversation. We've touched on so many different topics. We figured out that you guys are not a fan of the Marvel comics. <laughs> We're going to keep bringing that up. Uh, comic book movies. Uh, but we all, uh, I think we all kind of agree on the uh, offensive things. Um, I think we can tell Peter to fuck off. Um, Not the bread, though. 
What's the bread thing? Pita bread. Pita bread. I mean, it's one of the best. I will go to the pita pit. It's, uh, I, yeah. I've got a protest. Dude, they they go to Ball State and I refuse to Hey, go. man. Pita pit's good. Pita and hummus? It's pretty mm. good. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. pretty good. I'll go to the Jimmy John's crust. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I mean, I would go to both in the same day. Like, really? Like, ah, I'm going to stop at lunch uh, Jimmy John's and then dinner's going to be pita pit. On Where's this at? You rich, bro. In Muncie. The village. You were rich, bro. If you're rich, you go to Scotty. Exactly, and I and I also worked at beat ups, and I never cut anybody. Hey, off. man, Pizza King for life. <laughs> I wonder if he like took her parking space as she was late for work and trying to pull, and she's like, "I'm gonna fucking get him." <laughs> now, when you worked at beat ups, were you was it still on campus nope. or was it up it in was North the North one Saturday? by the mall? The new it was one. lame. Yeah. Did you ever cut off a couple thirty year olds for just having a good time? I, I never cut off anybody. Yeah, I don't and understand. Actually, actually, fuck? I like I attempted to overserve people because I felt like it would give me more money. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I know what it was. I, I can't wait shows. until we get until there's like security cam footage of like, you guys sitting at meetups <laughs> and it's and it's you in front of the manager going. Hey, I'm going to have my floor. No, it's actually the, the time where I just like, excuse me, miss. And she, she, she leaned down. I said, fuck you. Wait a Let's ask a question this way. You got cut off today. Yeah. Yeah. Was your bill under $50? Yes. There you go. Yeah. It was. It's impossible. And we ate. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. I never cut off anybody. I enjoy. I enjoyed the people drinking heavily. I. Why don't you kids get a little more drunk? Pay you some extra money. Yeah, you know what? I definitely not my voice. Another thing I can think of is the the bar in Greenfield called Snappers actually got into a lot of trouble. I think once or twice, and for sure one time. For, it was Rose then. Yeah, but somebody drove home and got really fucked yep. up, and I maybe even died. Or two people have. Yeah. So and they overserved those people, and maybe they were worried about it. I don't know. Right. You just need to go to the Wooden Bear and then order takeout and bring it in. Dude, I've drink drank, I've drank like seven or eight beers, nine beers, ten beers at the Wooden Bear, and not no one said a fucking word to me. We went to Grigsby's Friday. That place fire. It is good. Yeah, it's super expensive. I do though. like Grigsby's. Yeah, but the the quality of food is. Oh, I didn't get food. It's artisanally grown pork <laughs> belly that's been, that, that's yeah. been humanely We didn't either. We got, we got dessert, but, you know. They're definitely well, building that but area you, up. But you got to think that they're bringing something like craft beer, like really good, like Gumball Head and whatnot, all the way from where Munster, Indiana, to Greenfield, which you can't get Gumball Head anywhere else in Greenwood, in Greenfield, sorry, that... Montana Mike's again. You can get Gumball Head at Montana Yeah, Mike's. we had it there when I was working there. Yeah, and you can uh. get it at at Montana Mike's. Montana well, Mike's we, Wemac is so dude. lame, though. Sun Wemac. King Wemac. Wemac is a This dude's getting so old, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, all these fucking damn really. kids and their lame-ass Now, Wemac. listen, I, I go to Beatles, <laughs> and the beer of the month is Bud Light, so I can't... No, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely better than Bud Light. But I I don't know. I worked at a brew house, so I feel like Wemac's been around forever, and it's it's good. It's all right. I don't think it's that good. Yeah, okay. well, I was trying to be nice, but no, that's a good beer. That's <laughs> yeah, overrated. Is, was that was the guy, the big guy on your podcast was drinking that, right? Yeah, yeah if I remember. Yeah, Cade. We've done yeah, nine like fives. Well, like, I did see him yeah. drinking though, so they are decent. I like them. I've gotten drunk off them, or I've drank them, or whatever you know. So, yeah. but I'm, I'm just saying that Grigsby is bringing in a lot of uh, breweries that no one's even heard of, like Tin Man. 
like places like that and bring it all the way from downtown Indy into Greenfield. And all then the way. And then they're, I mean, that is far. Ten miles. Probably cost them a lot of money to also buy those cakes because if you buy like a, a keg of gumball head, it's pretty expensive. Yep. Expensive right. enough for a place like Scotty's Brewhouse when I worked there to not carry it for long enough. And then they also sell classy drinks, which I know people get shitty when you charge them 10 or $11 for a drink, like an old-fashioned or something. But if it's like Woodford or those kind of things, it's going to cost that much, I right. think. So I think their drinks and their beer are great. Their food is – I know you, you said you didn't have it. Yeah. Um, but you know. Whenever we were, I went, yeah, whenever we were there, we were sitting at the bar, and uh, somebody down the bar ordered a margarita with egg white, and the bartender started making it. And the manager came in. He was an older gentleman. He's like, he's like, what are you making with egg white? And she's like, uh, it's a egg I've white. Had, I've had one before. She's like, it's an egg white margarita. He's like, that's disgusting. And she goes, it's a $16 drink. And he goes, oh, sweet. <laughs> Honestly, so and if any of you guys ever been to Hotel Tango? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Love that and, place. Man. And they make those kind of drinks there. And that place is the, like the atmosphere. I feel bad that the cat died. Oh, no, it didn't. The it cat- jumped. Okay, so me and Mike's girlfriend went fucking No, really, from the, it, it from fell, the spiral it stairs. off the roof. It, off the oh roof. Oh, my died. God. Oh, oh, you're serious? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, dead ass serious. Dude, I love that. Yeah, to God, it didn't make it. And, yeah. then, and at one time, a guy was telling me. still landed on its feet, though. But its feet went Actually, it did. <laughs> God damn. So once Jesus, man. Too soon, Juice. So, that cat was the shit, man. <laughs> yeah, Ethan Rogers worked there. Did he? That's uh, it. Not yet. Oh. He's a he's a mixologist of sorts. I was just going for the low hanging fruit. I apologize. But anyways, that place yeah, is actually really man. cool. And, and they, <laughs> well, if he could have hung on a little longer, we'll be alive. And they make uh, what you like egg white drinks, and they're actually like they make them like kind of frothy and the yeah. yeah, I've had Some them. They're actually really good. Yeah. It's good. I don't really some meringue top on top of theirs. <laughs> she just so happened to have a little bit extra in the in the mixing glass. Let you try it. Yeah. Nice. Good. Yeah. How's the salmonella? This yeah. girl I dated I took me there, today. and she was like, you need to try this $16 drink with rose petals in it. And I was like, you fucking stupid. <laughs> my, my problem We're breaking is, up right now, and I took a drink of it, and I was I like, can I have two of those, please? Yeah, they're so <laughs> good. I went to the West Fork Whiskey uh, place, or West Fork Distillery, or something like that downtown, for the office trivia night. And what I noticed was <sighs> every... didn't invite me. Yeah, yeah. thanks, bro. Have your it was on a Tuesday, so I figured, like, Jane, I figured you were working like 19 hours and then going to school. I've too, been so. like, fuck you, airplanes. I'm going to play office. <laughs> but uh, we, we came in second. Well, you would have came in first if you had the other. And, and, and it was just two of us against two of us. So it was a pretty good I've pretty actually good just re-watched. What kind of questions are we talking about? How, how, how deep in so, trivia do we have to go to compete? So the frustrating thing was they asked a question. What are Pam's nipple circumference? <laughs> no, they, they asked. They God, asked, you got to go uh, no math. Seven, seven, <laughs> oh, we're screwed. Okay, the radius. Okay, that's right. They, they asked. Um, centimeters dilated. They asked one of the, one of the women on the lie. show. <laughs> Her sister became a writer for The Office, and then also she wrote for other shows like um, Nathan for You and things like that on Comedy Central. So to me, that's a bad question to ask because me watching the show gives me no like information about that. Right. So that was one that I didn't like. And then another one was uh, it, it listed four Office characters, and you had to guess. This was the final question. You could bet points on this. Four office characters and their middle names. So it was Oscar Martinez, um, Angela, uh, Ryan, Howard, and then... Their last names or middle names? Middle names. Good God. So it was like a name. And so the problem was we were down 
14 points to the number one team. So did you just not bet anything? Well, no, we were down 14 points, so we had to bet something because since they were up 14... But couldn't they bet too much they to did, go below you? Well, they yeah. didn't... They, so me and the guy were making our plans, and we were like... They could bet they, zero. They don't have to bet, bet anything because yeah. what if they don't know? They could bet zero. So our only option is to bet at least 14 points because then, then we get at least tie, or they could bet some and then lose, whatever, that kind of thing. They didn't bet anything because they didn't know the answer either. So we ended up losing to a team, and we ended up getting like second or third actually because we bet points because the top two teams didn't bet anything and they just stayed where they were at points wise. So let's, let's. This is an interesting question that just came to mind. If we go around the room, TV show, sitcom, whatever. Like, if you're gonna go do trivia, what's your number one go to show? Is it The Office or what's what's your what's your go to? Doesn't me, have to be on the air anymore, obviously. But for me, it's between South Park and The Office because those are the two series that I've rewatched and watched multiple times. Yeah. yeah. So I would definitely go with South Park. South Park and Scrubs for me. Ooh, Scrubs is a good one, but I don't Dude, think... I, but I've there's so many it. like small jokes that I think I wouldn't get in a trivia. Do you think... I, what I think I would be good at that not a lot of people are good at is Blue Mountain State. Oh, I would, I, 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 I'm, in, I'm in on that I one. just posted about that, actually. I saw it, it's got to be Netflix. Some, it's got to be something on Netflix where people... Like, like the mass Friends, community... But I, yeah. I, but I think... I feel like I've watched the same few seasons of Friends. The key to winning this, I think, is watching something that is not as popular as Friends because so many people know about Friends. So if you can really hone in on like a TV show that's good still, but you don't, you know a lot about that, not maybe necessarily not a lot of people know about, then that's how you win this. But it also has to be kind of a cult hit because they're not going to do a trivia on like Bones on something nobody's seen. So Dakota, the question is Bones. What show? What what show would you be like the category five super fan of that you could go do trivia? What's your wheelhouse? What do you think you'd, show? you'd be a like a MVP on your team? Um, I could be the Walking man. There's Dead. a couple of them. I could Who's do the Walking Dead's good too. I could do um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, uh, American Dad. Oh, I like American. Dad. He loves American Dad. Big fan. Uh, I'm huge. <clears throat> Somebody called me out on it. Like, it's like it's just like Family Guy. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's totally different. I'm not that big of a Family Guy fan, but I love love American. American I'd Dad. be good at Bob's Burgers too. Uh, I love Bob's Burgers. Yeah. I watch all. I've seen every single one of those. So that's a that's just an interesting thing. Just now, we're all roughly around the same age, and we all really like adult comedy animated shows. See, my thing I is, I've seen shows. like. A, like I think more series than most people. Like I've seen like everything from like True Blood. I've you seen. don't know me. TV is my life. He <laughs> <laughs> got so quiet. <laughs> you don't know me. That's my purse. I don't know you. I don't, <laughs> I don't want your life. <laughs> I was getting ready to do the same thing. Beat me to it. No, but I just think that I've seen. I don't know. Everyone likes to think they're the but best. You, but you said, but you said yeah. True Blood, man. I've I've seen that too. But everything from that, like that's such a, a random thing, all the way to like Bob's burgers like i've seen i yeah. I, I like my wheelhouse is a big wheelhouse like i got a lot of a lot of different shows seen a lot of stuff man i don't know what you said yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> Park, parks and rec big big for me yeah. i love parks, parks and, rec. and rec is great uh, west, west wing aaron sorkin his his stuff which is uh, you know a little bit more of a drama but west uh, wing a is, cerebral west show is interesting it's good and but there's the, you know there's a there's a podcast west wing weekly mm-hmm. uh a lot of our listeners listen to that too and it's a uh this is weird. There's a cult following, right? <laughs> I, so, I don't would, know a fucking thing about what podcast yeah. centered around. I know a it's TV part of the White House. <laughs> they, they just sit there. You know, they, they sit there and profile a damn show. You know, seven seasons of it. 
times twenty two. Right. You know, they, isn't they there a bald, isn't there a Baldwin week? on it? Uh, no, oh, no Baldwin. No. Oz Swing was great too. Yeah, there you was guys uh, seen that? Uh, Oz man. How old are you? Me, I'm 43. Oz, <laughs> no, you're not. No, no, not. I'm 29. But uh, 17. Actually. I watch a lot of shows because my guys ever watch, is huge. You guys ever watched the O Word? <laughs> no, I don't even know what that is. Anybody have, know I what have. that is? No, it's about gay. Like, <laughs> no, it's I have like literally zero idea. Yeah, it's like on HBO. It's about. I wonder if there's a lot of people it. running. <laughs> so my fault might be that I've watched. Uh, too many series to the point where I don't know enough about any one because I've been spending time watching too many of them. Your brain is stuffed like with like Daredevil, Punisher, yeah. like anything. Like I've seen so many. Like I'm always looking for that new series to watch. You like the crack Game of Netflix Thrones series? Bring on a series story. I really am. Yeah, like, Handmaid's Tale is another really good one. What Which one? It? The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, I, I watched. I watched that involuntarily. You know who likes that? My girlfriend. I really but I ended up liking it. Like my wife was watching it, and I was like, "It's one of those things." A lot of the times, I'll, I'll roll in on my wife watches them and be like, "What is this stupid shit that you're yeah. watching?" You know what? And I, then, can we watch it like, tomorrow? Then, like <laughs> ten minutes later, I'm like, "So who's that? All right. What's going on with that person?" This is one more good final one uh, uh, for hostage situation. The show yes. you've been forced to watch <laughs> that you never would have, but you've watched an insane amount. Uh, 90210, the new one. The Bachelor. And I loved it. Every minute of it. Dude, I will get, like, I'll be like, fuck The Bachelor. And then we'll start watching. <laughs> I'll be like, babe, who's that guy? <laughs> is, that, is that Aaron Rodgers' brother? And I'm like, I don't care, but I fucking hope he doesn't get a rose. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to go old school with that because I actually broke up with a girl in high school because uh, I she would force us to watch American Idol. Oh my god. Yeah, that's I've why I broke up with her. No, that's like legit the only reason. Probably she was hot. never she seen was an fun, episode. Fun to hang out that. with and uh but she her and her family had to watch American Idol. That and the herpes. American <laughs> Idol and survival. I, I could look past that. Oh my god. I, I I'm going uh, pretty close to you. My wife loves the voice. And I can't uh, stand gross. it. I cannot stand Kelly Clarkson. Oh, She's I'm one of the worst the human beings. I'm push the button. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. I'm going to push it. <laughs> that's all it is. I'm going to push it. No, no, no. It's okay. It's such a horrible like, That's TV what it show. is. Like, fuck that, dude. What about you guys? Oh, God. I've seen so many episodes of the stupid uh, British baking show, whatever the hell that is. Oh, my God. Oh, I just thought of it. I yeah. just thought Have of it. Have you seen Nailed Down, It? Down, Have you seen Nailed It? Downton Abbey is what I've been forced to watch. Downton Abbey. Dude, I thought I was going to hate this show called Nailed It. It's where like people that... That's good. Good. Yeah, people make cakes and they don't know anything about yep. making cakes. And then there's just like this like spicy black woman on there. <laughs> she kind of like I was like I hate her at the beginning. I'm like nah, I fucking really like her. <laughs> and then they make cakes and they look like because they show spicy like, black woman. <laughs> I just want to take that. Nutmeg. Take it was definitely nutmeg. Yeah. Uh, but they're supposed to look all like they show you how the cakes are supposed to look, and then they like show what they make, and it looks like shit. <laughs> and there's this like random. And funny, they, they give them like comments like, "This is actually very soft." Uh, icing that you've made. Yeah, right but here. it's so funny to like because they'll put up a picture of the how it's supposed to be and then they're like, you're getting ready to show the, and they're like, ta-da! And it just looks so fucking bad. <laughs> and it just looks like a blob of what... it's not even like pros that they're getting. They're getting people to bake in their yeah, spare It's like, time. this is what your cake would look like, minus some chromosomes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Can I, can I, let, me, let me say something real quick. Shane has gone at black people. 
What did I go to black people about? Just more white yeah, people. Black, like, black Panther's not that good. Uh, lesbians are the LGBTQ community, and now the chromosomes, oh, this, missing chromosomes. This community. has been a career-ending night. You can't really take all of that out of context. No, 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 this is a high-water moment. You would have you been fine if you just had the tattoos. Yeah. I know, right? Tattoos in the well, beard. Well, as soon as I start getting shit for this, I'm like, hey, you're just giving me shit because I have tattoos. <laughs> well, we have, we've been watching. I actually did get into this one a little bit. There was a stupid one. Uh, hey, you all laughed also. <laughs> <laughs> just in, just at your career. A thousand percent. Uh, there was like a holiday bake-off challenge or something. And I, I got furious at the, uh, at the judges. I'm like, you people need to make it your damn self then. Because if you think that was a present, no, I was like. Then, then you I was, I was you emotionally invested. Yeah, I was like, emotionally invested. Reins- reassess your life. Like, yes. so I'm, I'm getting like, mad I, over- need to, I need to go feed the dog. I'm mad I over- gotta go. <laughs> I'm mad over cakes right now. <laughs> it's like, you have too high of standards. <laughs> you know you ate it and liked it. Dude, that's the way it is with The Bachelor. Like, I don't know if you, if you guys, like, you don't have but to admit it, it like but it. it's no, just like, never. she makes me watch it. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, there's always that guy that, like, is like, I want attention, so I'm going to do crazy shit, and then you can, like, spot him a mile away. Like, that guy doesn't love her. He just wants to, he just wants the limelight. He's trying to be the next Bachelor. Fuck that guy. Like, you know, get, why'd you point at me, dog? <laughs> he's, he's, he's just trying to, he's trying to get clicks. He's trying to get clicks. He's trying to become famous, just like everybody else on the show. Yeah, and then you find out he's like dating a girl while he went on the show. And then so they bring the girl on the they, show. See, he knows they bring the girl. And he's like, what the fuck, Derek? <laughs> We've been dating for six months. I'm not admitting that I've watched any of those. I'm just understanding the, yeah. the formula. Well, you knew that they took it. That's exactly I understand, their I understand next step the formula. Is, yeah, the, only time, the only time I'm ever watching one of those reality shows is if somebody in my sphere of people I follow ends up on it like when Connor Daly or Alex Rossi with oh, yeah. Amazing Race or James Hinchcliffe or Elio Castroneves on Dancing with the Stars but there's a theme here or uh, have you guys had, have you guys Ari, had Ari Connor Jr. have you guys had Connor on not yet we've had uh, we've had one of his sponsors on oh, we had uh, awesome. we had Jack uh, Jack's Donuts Lee Markham was on the show he, nice. he was on uh, we've had uh, a, uh, a photographer from the 8500 uh, Mike uh, Mike McCallum was on um, he, he was cool so we have not had uh, had Connor on yet but yeah you can uh, hear I the, think I'm going to go for the shoot for the moon though and ask uh, uh, Alex Rossi lives in uh, in town and he's yeah. got his own podcast so I think I'm just going to go what the hell we'll call we'll call Alex Rossi and Dakota's going to be like who the hell is this I said, no really it's going to be a big deal I got, I got, I got a friend uh, I got a friend that uh, does I think I want to say I'm trying to think of it so I don't like call him out because he probably doesn't want to be named on the podcast, but he does like interior stuff for houses, like basically like home improvement type stuff. And he has done like a lot of those uh, indie car drivers in downtown. And like he he takes he's taken like pictures that he's allowed to take because they're they're pictures of like his work he's done. So like the company like is OK with him doing that. And he'll like show them to me and he's like. Well, this picture I wasn't actually supposed to take, but I did it anyways. Because, like, <laughs> look at this giant, <laughs> look at this giant, uh, like, whatever, like, giant fireplace with, like, all kinds of cool stuff around it. And I'm like, that's that's crazy that those guys have that kind of income. And, like, not all of them win races all the time. What was that ringtone? Yeah, I was curious about that, too. Uh, it was... Well, the same actually, was, that Mrs. was that Mrs. It wasn't Audrey a ringtone. It was it was part of a my a radio that I was trying to find. 
There's so there's this lady, and her name is Abby the Spoon Lady. And uh, yeah, okay, all right. I'm intrigued already. Yeah, Marty, sorry go. I asked. And I found her because of a Washington Post article that they read about hole. her, and she was this homeless lady and in Nashville until um some up and coming artist found her, and she's like playing the spoons on a street corner. And he invited her to one of her shows, and then she put a video of them two playing together on YouTube, and it's was, got over, like, 11 million views. Who was the person she played with? Ah, uh, I can't remember. I, hold on. It, it, I mean, it's up on my phone since I just played it. <laughs> Chris Rodriguez. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's his name. World famous. Yeah. I, and, and this so what, video... So what like, happened from her playing the spoons on with him? Oh, they're they're like they're YouTube famous now. Oh, cool, man! Just, I, so wish I, I, like, I, I wish I wish I could be YouTube. Famous. Just like all of us, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I had to figure. I had to listen to him on the way here. You guys think it's safe to say that I can't run for anything ever because yeah. of the things I've said? I mean, it's all, it's all <laughs> over. I mean, uh, I'm going to be honest. Spin write, zone. If you write a big enough check, I'll run your campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but this is going to be. Like commercial after commercial of me saying it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Black Panther. <laughs> you, guys ever, you know what I mean? Have like, you guys ever I, seen the L word? Yeah. I'm, I'm 35 and I've already lost three campaigns. So okay. it's what do you want? What do you expect out of life? So so what's the? All right. I um, try to tell Jesse Riddle if he just campaigned as the Riddler, <laughs> it'd be a lot more successful. <laughs> he just brings like letters to oh, people. No, it's just it's like, like fucking Jesse, Riddle. Like riddle me this, riddle me that. Jesse, like, Jesse runs for office, but he keeps it a secret to the voters. <laughs> <laughs> so the opposite know. of running for yeah, the office. Yes. All right. He still pulls like seven percent of the vote, and he doesn't put out yard signs or do, knock on doors. That's a, that's a crazy thing, right? Yeah. yeah. That amount. He's like, I am what I am. Can you imagine if he was likable? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, we like you, or at least I do. Yeah, he's he's something. <laughs> he's truly one of my best friends, honestly. He is a good dude. I like his uh, honesty. It's <laughs> my favorite thing about yeah, him. I've honesty. never heard Jesse sugarcoat a damn thing. No, we actually had this conversation last night. I was like, I can be really like put in this corner as like you're a dick, but I'm like really I'm just being honest with everybody. And sometimes that makes you know like I'm a dick because I'm I don't tell you like you know you you uh, how's this look on me? And I'm like it looks like it looks all right. But like that kind of shit gets me in trouble my whole life when you should have said something looks good when it doesn't. But are you trying to look like a, s- a strangled sausage or <laughs> strangled sausage? That was On good. The next episode, like of I, used, I used to tell people at work, there. Next episode of Girth. <laughs> Call back. That was a good one. Grace episode three, the strangled sausage. <laughs> I used to strangle. Not the kielbasa. <laughs> hey, name name. One more sausage. <laughs> Polish. Oh, that's just a place. <laughs> well, they're pretty easy to invade. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Poland. Bad, bad, bad. Um, but I used to work somewhere, and they would be like, how am I doing? I'm like, well, you're not very good, but you'll get better. Like, that kind of stuff gets seen as being a dick, but I really meant, like, you're not very good at your job right now, but I could see you getting better. So we were kind of talking last night about how, like, being a dick is, you know, just like, at least you're being honest and it's not sugarcoat. It's a lost art. I just can't bring it to myself to be like to lie to people, you know, or make to say say things that aren't true. One hundred percent. Anybody else? Nope. Uh, <laughs> well, we're confessing to lying. See, I, I just see, got awkward and see, quiet. See, in see here. I can't do that because, like, because my wife asked me a lot, and the thing is, is like, hey, what what did you what do you think about this? And I always say, it looks great. 
because really, truly, in my opinion, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, if, like, as long as she's trying to look good, I know that she looks better than what, like, my opinion of what looks good. I'm trying to explain this in a good way. It's a good thing she doesn't no, watch shows. Because women, like, they know what they're putting on and they know, like, they're trying. Whereas opposed to, like, I don't really try. I have, like, three or four things that I know looks good on me. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to wear. I'm not going to, like, try to put something together because I'm going out to see friends. Like, I'm wearing the same thing. So, but whenever she puts something together, I'm like, it looks great because it looks, it looks good. Like, I mean, hell if I know. Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. Yeah. And she's like, you always say that. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to say? It looks awful. You always look good, babe. My girlfriend has told me I wish she would lie to me before. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why can't you just lie sometimes? We got, we got into this, uh, typecasting thing on our own damn show where I wore the, we, we, we all wore these flannel shirts in the wintertime. And now I just wear them. It's almost a part of the attire, right? Like right. I don't know what looks good, but you know, we on the on this show, uh, often three or four of the people on the show are wearing a stupid ass flannel shirt. Flannel so, so, so now I just go to rural pain. <laughs> I, I missed the memo. That's yeah. still a thing. Oh man! <laughs> if I could if I could wear a fl- any shirt for the rest of my life, it'd be a flannel. Yeah, so I, I mean, wear they're, to work they're every comfortable day. Comfortable, and I don't care. But yeah, honestly, like I go through rural pain like once a month. I'm like, God damn it! I've been wearing the same one for three three out of the four <laughs> weeks. So I guess we need a green Gotta one get now. A different one. You yeah. guys know said it. He gets his clothes at Rural King. No, that doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Rural King, Walmart. I, I mean, work. Hell, we're from really Newcastle. It's not like you're going. Where are you going to go? Goodies. I, mean, I, have, a, I have a flannel jacket that my wife bought at Kroger, and it's one of my favorite jackets. Did you know time. that Eddie Vedder invented the flannel? What? And most not true. At all. <laughs> Sounds cool though. <laughs> I thought it was the Brawny Man. I've been lying to you my whole life. The Brawny Man. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to... I get texts through my computer, and anyways. Um, Yeah. Justin, I'm hungry. This is is why, like, wrap it up. (laughs) No, it's it's Get rid of the strangers. It's another another weak person that I'm tired of dealing with. Um, Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Let's name names. There's nothing nothing worse than calling someone weak. (laughs) Low energy. You're you're weak. You're weak, and I'm tired of you. (laughs) So I'm, I'm... I'm just going to go out there and say it. I'm not going to actually call anybody out by name, but uh, I'm tired of, oh, I'm sick. I can't come to work today. Like, I, all right. So my thing is I've worked, uh, I've actually had a career for about eight years now, and I think I've never actually missed a day that I didn't, like, cause the sickness myself by being, like, hungover or something and, like, mm-hmm. calling in and be like, oh, I'm probably not going to make it today. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, six or five or six years ago. And I haven't missed a day for being sick since... Probably the time I've started working in a career. And so you're so one of those that gets everybody, everybody sick. sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't really get sick. Like I've not, Can I tell you the opposite end of the story? So this past week on Thursday, I went to work and just started feeling kind of shitty. And I was like, you know, a little pukey. And then I went and I was like, I'm going to go home. You know, so I was that guy. Yeah. And I got on the bus, you know, to takes me from FedEx to my car. And I was going... <laughs> that sounds awful. Threw up in my mouth and the bus just before we were getting off the thing. Had to hold. I just walked off the bus. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I walked off the bus with puke in my mouth and had like my. I was carrying a jacket. I had it up on my face and everyone's like kind of looking at me like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" No wonder they're afraid to serve you more than four. People. <laughs> so you're throwing up at work. So my Dead sober. So my daughter had been to daycare and got some kind. Of, she was puking a couple days ago. So I clearly got that. And then I got off the bus. I puke. So I go to my car and I'm driving home and I'm like, I got to puke again. So 
<laughs> I'm about three miles away from my house. I puked all over myself four times. Oh, no. Just Dog, you didn't open the door? I've done no, this twice. No, because I'm like, in traffic, like driving. Uh, like if I yeah, were to, I would still open the fucking door. I can't. Okay, so I'm, I can't just like, there's cars behind me, cars in front of me. And I was actually at a light, and the, the light was green, so I stepped out, puked. And then as the light turned uh, green, I was like, fuck. So I closed my door, started driving, and it hit me real hard, real fast. And I just fucking was like, this is all. So like, you got hit with something. So I, yeah, I was Ugh. sick as fuck. And then I puked all over myself, went home, had the chills, was achy, slept in the bathroom on the bathroom floor, puked all night long. So I would accept you calling in. <laughs> yeah, I've but, done this twice in my life where I've gotten a company car. I, I, I'm a traveling salesman. I've had a company car. And I get migraines driving down the road, and, and and you get nauseous and motion sickness or whatever, and you can't, you don't have a good spot to pull over. I crossed the railroad tracks north of Newcastle one time driving to Muncie, hit the railroad tracks, projectile vomited in the car. Oh my on, god! At speed. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> so, uh, so that was the first company car. That one I finally get rid of it. Thank God I've got rid of the vomit car. Two thousand miles on the next car. I'm driving back from Indy. Heading back home on my seventy, like at Post Road, same thing happens. Oh my yeah. god! Well, that was That's like so rough. That was yeah. like me two days ago cleaning said puke out of my car, and it like had like gone down me down the sides of my pants and <laughs> into the creases of my seat. It was horrifying. And then I was so sick that I just went inside. I'm like, I'm not gonna clean my fucking car because I'm puking everywhere. So I went and slept. Woke up the next morning, was still puking, and I had to go like clean my car out and there's just frozen <laughs> chunks of puke all over my car and literally the best way to get them out was like I took a knife and like hit them and they just came off in chunks uh, like that. so that's probably easy to clean up you a favor. I'm sorry if anybody stayed with the podcast for long <laughs> if you were waiting for the good stuff you oh, got shit. puke talk no I think uh, I think I just I my thing is, is, I know these people aren't actually as sick the as they say yeah. they are. That they're yeah. sick all the time, and it's it's what I've said to Shane before, which Shane has disagreed with me, but I I still say it. If you have the mindset that you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick way more than somebody like myself who thinks I'm never going to get sick because I don't ever get sick. So I've I literally cannot tell you the last time I was sick to the point where I threw up. Or, I don't remember disagreeing with this. <laughs> well, you like it's because I've told you like I I have the mindset of the uh, the Looney Tunes character where if you walk off the edge of the cliff and you don't look around, you're not gonna you're, fall. you're not going to fall. But as soon as you look around, you're going to fall. Yeah, I, whereas I, keep I have the same, same mindset because I'd never get sick. But then there's like the times where you wake up and you are sick and like you know you're about to throw up and you and you're just going. Nope, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. And then you go and you puke and you're like, that was just a one-time thing. <laughs> well, I knew it was coming because my daughter was sick and me and my girlfriend were both like, we're not. Yeah, and I don't have kids. I'm not I heard they're that. like germ factories. Yeah, they go, to, no, they go to the germ factory every day. Like, we're going to daycare. <laughs> what the, that's the germ factory. Yep. <laughs> and they all just hang out with a bunch of nasty kids together. Like, ooh, ooh, picking each other. <laughs> Let me put this booger in your mouth. Like, And then like feeding each other boogers all day. And then they come home. They're like, hey, daddy. And then he touches my face. And then, <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'm holding him puke in front of a whole bus full of people at that X. <laughs> All right, we've reached uh, two hours, so I want you guys to tell us exactly where everybody can find Boss Hog of Liberty, and uh, then I'll give a couple things and we'll get out of here. Yeah, so uh, bosshogofliberty.com, facebook.com slash bosshogofliberty. Uh, like we said, we're, you know, we are a weekly podcast, usually Thursday nights. Uh, follow me, Jeremiah Morrill, Jeremiah at bosshogofliberty.com, Facebook, Jeremiah Morrill, Dakota, you've got uh, all your digits as well. 
Yeah, you can find me at Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Instagram at Real Dakota Davis, and then on Twitter at Atokad Savad, which is Dakota Davis spelled backwards. I, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I mean it sounds that. good. So I I've been into like uh, really nerdy uh, like fantasy games my whole life, and Atokad Savad's always been the greatest <laughs> sounds, character. That name. Sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm uh, Jeremiah Morrill. I just got it the, the forward <laughs> way on Twitter, so I just find at Jeremiah Morrill. But we have uh, we have a really good video out on Facebook right now, which is our last guest, Logan Cook, talking about infiltrating a group of psychics on Facebook. Yeah, I, I was going to watch that, but like you yeah. guys are getting ready to get here. So. I feel like everyone in the room is just spelling their name backwards right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. <laughs> Does it sound cool? <laughs> but the uh, yeah, uh, Logan Cook. He was a, he's a local comedian. Uh, he came on and and he, he talked about this. <laughs> he told I'm, us I'm a Larome, but I don't know what the first name is. <laughs> Larome. Very French. Larome. Man, that's a French ass name, Larome. <laughs> All right, sorry. But yeah, Logan came on. He told us this story about infiltrating a group of psychics. It's like a ten minute uh, long video, and uh, it's hilarious. If you can, everybody should go check it out. I, I do want to say thank you very much for inviting us on. Hey, thanks for coming on. I, it's awkward as hell not having a board to run and not, right. uh, not knowing what to do with my hands. Yeah. Uh, you know, being a guest on somebody else's show, we do uh, we do our own every time, but I have no idea what to do as a guest. Uh, and uh, it's been fun trying to... Uh, yeah. I've just been pretending to mess with the, <laughs> the live stream. <laughs> no, I appreciate you guys coming on. It's something that we've talked about with a lot of the people here in Indianapolis is we want to... You know, connect with everybody because the more that we work together, obviously the better product that we can all create. And I think, man, pooling resources sounds really good when all of my stuff is hodgepodge put together and donated. I, so. I picked a fake fight with Justin about three months ago, and because uh, I think you had like two, 20 more Facebook likes than we did, yeah. And then something happened, and we've we've far we've far, far passed you. Uh, we're like a hundred out like ahead 100, now. Whatever. Yeah, it's we'll we're, get a hundred tomorrow. We're, we're doing very well in that department. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so anyway, but, but you know, obviously, uh, really appreciate your show. I I, I, I will be, I'll give the pitch for you. Right. You guys are taking money monthly, and I signed up uh, yesterday or the I day before. Appreciate Bought my way on the damn show, I think, is what happened. It's anchor.fm slash juice in the AM. Yep. And then we uh, we have a monthly Patreon as well, uh, patreon.com slash Liberty. That We have an actual studio downtown Newcastle, uh, which <laughs> it's wintertime, and we have to pay for a damn heat bill now. So <laughs> uh, anybody that wants to kick in on that, it's it, it's amazing. Uh, really do appreciate our monthly contributors as well. Yeah. Uh, and our, it, now it's not uh, in our spare bedrooms. Our bill last month was the exact same that we brought in. So <laughs> That's, well, hey, you're at least breaking even. Right <laughs> yeah. Netting out. Um, I've, I've never broken even with this podcast from the beginning so um but hopefully with this anchor fm uh it's going to start going in the other way and then going the other direction and then also we're selling merch on teespring.com slash juice in the am as well so i want everybody to uh go follow them boss hog of liberty go to facebook um they're a great group of guys hopefully they're uh, gonna have shane and i and and potentially johnny on their podcast soon and uh once again thank you for uh, joining the podcast and hope it was a good show and hopefully the juice is worth the squeeze. Boom. Peace, guys.